Got a good show for you guys today. We're getting some weird messages down here, but I think we're fine. Weird messages. Yeah, yeah. And let's let's make sure we're fine here. In the chat? No. Oh. You see that? Something just happened, right? No. We're good. Showing up on your phone? Did it move? Yeah, right there. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Had us worried there for a minute. Yeah, man. But we're fine. Yeah, we prefer for things to happen at the top of the show if it's going to happen. That's right. 
<laughs> at least come to our attention at the top of the show. Yeah, that's it, man. Before we're too far along. Uh, once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast. We're available on all podcast streaming platforms, including here on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe, all of that great stuff. Uh, like I said, we're going to be talking a lot of different things today. We have the UF. Florida Gators versus Florida State Seminoles. The rivalry continues. All righty. Uh, U.S. soccer. Uh, we're in the World Cup. Yes, we are. We're going to be playing England. I don't. I do we're not soon, have a. We're soon to be out of the World Cup. <laughs> I do not have a good accent to use, but uh, I wish <laughs> I did. Um, uh, we got some other things as well. Patrick Mahomes continued dominance. I want to talk about Ben Simmons' return to Philly. I want to talk about um, uh, Sweetie. I hope that's how you pronounce her name. Uh, if not, uh, kind of, you know, uh, I hate to say it, but who cares? Uh, she's <laughs> I was talking about. Say who cares myself? <laughs> you beat me to but, the punch. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. It, the 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 I'm gonna tell you why the sentiment is who cares um, um, uh, when that topic comes, um, but you know I thought with female rappers that's a given. <laughs> I thought she was different, but she's she's the same, and and we'll go over that when we get there. <laughs> uh, but what we're also gonna to get to, man, is 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 Thanksgiving, man. Thanksgiving is right here. It's upon us. Another year, another turkey. Um, I, it's always interesting to see, you know, the, 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 the entertainers giving out turkeys in their hometowns and stuff like that. That's always cool. I, I remember one of my favorite movies, um, is, uh, Denzel Washington in, um, damn, what's the name of the movie? But he was giving which, out, which he one? played, a, uh, he played a famous, um, uh, drug dealer. Oh, Frank Lucas, American Frank Lucas. And he was, remember, yeah, yeah. because he, as the driver, he was with the man who was giving out turkeys. Ever. Yes. And yes, then when yes. he became the man. He you started out the turkeys, that. man. Giving out the turkeys, That's the move. Man. That's the move. So if I ever do make it, gonna I'm going to be in Edenville handing out turkeys. Hey, my hatred of turkey is so strong that, that I would not give a turkey away to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him a 12-pack of Heineken. <laughs> I'm not giving somebody turkey, man. You're not giving about a turkey. I, I only want to give somebody something that I would enjoy if I received it. So turkey <laughs> is not one of those things. <laughs> I'm looking at this thing we yes, have there. Yes. Oh Lord, get one rid of one for Thanksgiving. Yes. I'd like to rephrase that entire thing. Uh-huh. Oh Lord, which is the only thing you would keep here? <laughs> because there is only one thing I would keep on this entire nine man roster. Let me guess. Alright, let me guess. It ain't hard. <laughs> I'm going straight to the pies, man. No, you're wrong. No, you wouldn't keep the pies? No. What are you keeping? The only thing I'm keeping is the rolls. The rolls. That's it. <laughs> I don't touch any one of these items. Turkey, potato salad, pie. You get a six-pack of rolls from Publix, man. And I'm good. I'm good. No complaints. No complaints. Yeah. Now, my, my daughter's doing the Thanksgiving meal tomorrow, yeah. and, and I'm excited. There will be no turkey. There will be no ham. There will be lasagna, Swedish meatballs, and noodles. I wanted to ask about, I'm, and we're going to get straight into that. But for my answer, is is definitely cranberry sauce. I just uh, there's just no need for it. I don't understand how it got attached to Thanksgiving. There's just no need for cranberry sauce in the world. It's um, kind of like poor man's Jello. 
Yeah. I like Jello, but I don't like cranberry no, sauce. No, not at all. It's terrible. Um, it, it, it is terrible. Uh, I just want to vote to remove that. Let's th- One step at a time. You want to get rid of everything. One step at <laughs> one item at a time. Let's, let, you know, let's not make any huge, huge uh, changes here to Thanksgiving. <laughs> all right? I'm a revolutionary. You're evolutionary. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah, so you got, okay, there are families who, you know, don't go the traditional the traditional route, you know, with Thanksgiving, yeah. they, they change the menus up, and 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 that's that's one thing. I, it's, I'm not going to group all black folks together, but <laughs> we're so like a lot of us are so traditional when it comes to things. It's the same thing every year. You got to have the turkey, um, um, and and, and our our. A way of changing things up is changing it to a fried turkey or a jerk turkey. It's still turkey, people. I mean, you know, and and and, and, and you got to have the ham and you got to have the stuffing and and it's the same thing every single hot day. ham. Yeah, but, but one but thing: if turkey's so damn good. Yeah. Why do you only eat it like two days? A day? <laughs> and you look and you look it up. It's lean. It's supposed to be better than chicken. It's supposed to be better than pork. It tastes like white paper from the coffee machine. But, but you only eat it once or twice a year. Yeah, because it's, it's no good. <laughs> it, there's not a lot of flavor there. I mean, you better fry it or make jerk turkey. I mean, it, you better do something to it because it's quite possibly the blandest piece of food on the planet. And then, yeah, for sure. But the one thing I do look forward to, and you're not a huge fan of it, it is the macaroni. But I'm going to tell you, man, you got to, you got, you got, got to have some soul food macaroni before you throw it away. <laughs> I, I, you got to have some soul food mac and cheese from the right person before you just throw it away out of your it's text, itinerary. It's for texture for me. That's the problem. I, 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 I know, but you, you didn't seem to 100,000 percent hate it. You know, so there's no, that no, there's no. a there's a chance that you will like yeah. soul food mac and cheese. Well, I you know yeah, but I mean I've, I'm not going to force you to eat broccoli and I, stuff I, like that. I've, I've, I've eaten I've eaten <laughs> I've eaten macaroni and Parmesan cheese. That's my mac and cheese. Okay, but and I'll do that. I got no problem. But but uh, I just don't like the, the multitude of cheeses, and it's just all kind of like the texture soft and mushy. Yeah, I'm not a soft and mushy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, uh, we're gonna talk about soft and mushy when we get to honey packs later. Yeah, my uh, you know. my my probably the one that I really I mean I get the cranberries, but I do not like ham. When I was growing up, my mom would like throw in ham about once a month, and she would do kind of like like ham steaks where you'd kind of cut it up like a little piece of steak. That shit was disgusting. <laughs> So when I was growing up, like you'd get home from school around three o'clock, you'd go play with your friends. But usually, before you left the house to go play with your friends, you'd say, "Mom, what are we having for dinner?" And you know, you, you know, you'd hope it'd be something fun like tacos or cheeseburgers. But if you got that thing about like, "Oh, we're having ham," that just right. ruined your fucking afternoon. <laughs> you're out there in the street with your friends trying to have fun, and you're like, "Fuck!" In about two hours, I gotta have ham. Right. This ruins my day. <laughs> no, it does, man. It does. But um, so yeah. fuck hot ham. Yeah. Yeah. You guys let us know, man, which 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 item off the menu you just have no use for. We would like to know on the bench podcast. Chris a big mac and cheese guy here. Mac and cheese is king. Somebody else. Chris. Chris. Oh, Chris. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Back. Gotta 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 ask for soulful mac and cheese before you throw it away. (laughs) All right. That's all I'll say on that. All righty here. Um, let's 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 um, did you do any homework this week? I did. I did. There, there's a device. I don't have the, the proper name of it though. But essentially, the device is, it's like a vibrating toy that goes into the female, and then you, as the man, can operate it from your cell phone through an app. 
Yes, I do. I do know about that. Yeah. And, and 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 before we really get into that that item here, once again, this is our initial sponsor here, Overkink.com. You use promo code Bubba Pink, and you go on the website Overkink, and you can get everything. And I do mean anything and everything that you could possibly think of of your in the bedroom needs, including the remote controlled vibrator, including the item of the week, which is the remote. A vibrating control here thing. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. I mean, the person could, you yeah. don't even have to be there. Like, you could be in two separate locations yeah. and just you could manipulate them. She could be in a very important meeting at work. <laughs> that's right. And then you can just be watching the game or, or a fucking at the gym, wherever, uh, and <laughs> just hit the button and she's just zizzing right in front of the, the, the director or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that's 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 just something that's that's something, man. If you're in a long term relationship and you want things to get kinky and you want things to stay you fresh know, stay vibrant. fresh. I, I, that is a great item. That's yeah. a great uh his and her item. You know, I wonder how sure. many times that's gone horribly wrong though. Like like give me an give me an example. Give me a So you're you know, again, you your 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 woman is out somewhere, you activate the toy, she gets all hot and bothered, and instead of coming home, she just plays a road game without you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but you get her all horny and ready to go and <laughs> she just finds the nearest guy. The way she goes. I never thought about that. I'm th- I think of just like <laughs> the weirdest places that you can possibly do. Like like, like if your wife is a a, a, a pastor of a church during the sermon, yeah, yeah during the yeah, sermon, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, it, it, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the, the the weird, you know, the oddest and weirdest, the the place you just don't want this thing to come on. No, it's a pretty dope idea. If if you if you're the the side guy, yeah. And you 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 activated during a marriage counseling session for her. <laughs> <laughs> One day, in the, in the therapist talking things out. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I think that would be pretty solid. No, that is. So, so you guys go to overkink.com. You yeah. check that out. And, uh, let, uh, you know, you don't have to let us know how it goes, but I'm pretty sure. You can let us know how it goes. <laughs> It'll be fun. We'll have sure. you in to discuss exactly how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Particularly if anybody's gone to find an immediate immediate guy there. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into a lot of sports uh, today, as I know, as I uh, talked about up top. Once again, on the Bench Podcast, we're home of uh, 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 sports, music, and mayhem. We talk about all the trending topics in the world of sports, in the world of relationships, all of that stuff. It's, it's the idea of you got guys in a sports locker room or in a huddle, things like that. But when people are on the bench, they talk about everything, man. Yeah. The guys. This is the guys. They talk about everything. And, and one of the things I can imagine that they talk about is this new wave here, man. Currently, we probably right. see now, a lot now, of men who uh, look to yeah. – um, the, the 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 honey pack is a i'm sure you guys know that are watching the show it is a uh uh it started out uh, uh from what i read they sell selling it in the gas stations now i'm late to the game all right but i did a lot of reading up on it uh haven't had an opportunity to use it yet 
But um the, get one on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> it started out there and it's just it's you know, it's just like all these other gas station sex pills, but it's supposed to be better. I'm reading all the reviews, I'm on Facebook, I'm on YouTube, and every guy swears by this thing, right? But my 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 I have two overall sentiments. We can get to some fun here on the back half. But on the front half, it's just almost a real d- discussion here because th- what happens is before you use any any male enhancements, you, you, you're supposed to go to the doctor, right? None of us do. <laughs> and and I just wonder, when you do these reading, they, they, they really try not to blame any of the heart attacks on like uh whatever you know viagra things like that but so so often we just hear about guys like dying out of the blue they just didn't wake up right and and, kevin samuels heart attack yeah and 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 they're seemingly healthy guys and the news never come out about why or how they passed away you just know this guy overdosed on viagra (laughs) and i'm telling you man i i just i would i would bet you uh, suspect that there's a lot of that out there i would bet a crazy amount of money that's a lot of that going on um that you know using various different things because one thing is doctors' that's like, offices. That's like, uh, for the love of the game. Doctors' offices, y'all gotta stop putting attractive women at the damn, you know, to take notes and and schedule people. Let's stop that. <laughs> no, because no guy is gonna come into the uh, doctor's office for an ED issue or to 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 to, 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 to fuck for eight hours or six hours, whatever, uh, with an attractive woman right there. That you know, it's not there because the guys. It's not even much of an embarrassment issue as much as, you know, they just don't want you to know that they're using this stuff for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Um, that's number one. I think that would help, you know. And number so two. Have ug- ugly chicks at the front desk of your doctor's office. Not even, man. Older, older white women. That's what I would uh, recommend. Old, old. Translation, right? ugly. <laughs> no. We see what you're doing there, Bubba. No, man. Somebody stand up for these white women. They're being slandered I would by say, Bubba. I wouldn't say, oh, the black women, but oh, the black women are nosy. They, you know, they want to know what's going on. Why you need this, baby? You're only 25. You know, and all this. Don't ask me no goddamn questions. I don't know why I need it. I just need it, okay? <laughs> but, um... Yeah. So yeah, but you know, I just nobody's gonna listen to me, and that's fine. But and because I don't go to the fucking doctor, but that's what you should do before you take a random sex pill out of fucking you know Kroger gas station or whatever. All right. <laughs> Kroger gas. Now I just wanted to quickly play the doctor. So you're looking out for the safety of people. I want to look out for the safety of people. Then we'll get to the fun stuff, specifically men. The the staying hard for three days straight and screwing, you know, 50 women on this one honey pack. We'll get to that fun <laughs> stuff. Uh, that is fun. Uh really quick here. Let's 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 play the doctor here and um let's listen to what he has to say. Um because of course I am not a doctor. All right? All right, let's go here. Currently, we probably see a lot of men who uh, look to uh, look look for alternative sources for their information when it comes to uh, understanding their condition and treatment. For example, you only have to Google the word Viagra or erectile dysfunction, and you'll see there's probably about 30 million hits on Google for these key words, and that's because it's a huge market, and these um, companies and people realize 
that unsuspecting men are going to go to them before they go talk to their doctors. Um, so a lot of men are looking for quick fixes um, uh, because they're unaware of the resources that are available sometimes in their own communities. Um, and they're also embarrassed by this uh, issue. Yeah, so and that's, he's just basically saying what I just said, but in the doctor's language, right? Dude, wearing that doctor's just, coat makes you feel really official. <laughs> that's in case you guys didn't want to listen to me. You listen to the guy. Why? With the doctor's why why coat would on. you listen to anybody wearing a gator shirt? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's in case you don't trust a gator. Well, perhaps they're specialists in erectile dysfunction. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's that. There goes that part. Now, <laughs> the the fun. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I want to try this. There's okay, let's go. A 99% let's, let's, let's chance wind this back, though. What's okay. the, so if you're having this problem and you go to the doctor and he basically says you're not healthy enough to do this, like... Then what's the move? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's the point? It's, you know what I thought about? You're already... I mean, so, so basically... You can't fuck. Yeah. You're so out of health that you, you we can't even give you something to help you fuck. Yeah. Like just fucking die anyway. I that's knew why that nobody's was going, going to the be doctor. the stance. I yes. Said, I was driving. Yes. Over that, that's sort of like your basketball thing. Yes. If I can't, you know, if, if I'm, you know, if I can't play basketball, what the fuck is it? If is I it? can't play on the on the normal person's court, if right. I have to go to the sixty plus court, <laughs> just shoot me in the head. <laughs> And it just sort I, of, I'm, I'm ready for a fatal wound. That, yeah, and it's, it's it's sad, but that's just it is what it is, man. If I can't screw, you know, what, what is the, you know, what are we doing here? My mission out here is over. What am, what am I doing <laughs> that's here? Nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're fucking working. <laughs> I mean, you know, paying bills. I mean, like, what's the point that of all is that? God, that's awful. If you can't fuck. You don't want to go to the doctor and he, he tells you that news. Yeah. Uh, that's worse than him telling me I have, you know, whatever, stage so 8 cancer. Here, like, I, I'm I, the opposite of Bubba. Save a copay. Don't go to the doctor. <laughs> Carry on. If it's your time to go. I mean, I, I'm not religious, but, I mean, if the Lord wants to call you home mid-fuck, it's your time. But the guys are having a time with this thing, man. And um, and it's not even a I lot know, of t- I didn't know about it until today. It's not maybe I'm gonna have to go get some. Yeah, and I'm like I said, I'm late on the train too. But it's not about being late. It's about it's just it's, a, it's about you know you you hearing you about you've it. missed the train, my friend. <laughs> no, I haven't missed it. <laughs> oh well, you know technically. Don't worry, your track record says you will. <laughs> but yeah, the guys are going crazy over this thing, and it's a lot of times it's not even about you needing it, them needing it. It's like a. It's 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 just you know it's like a fucking Greek freak getting Steph Curry's jump shot. It's like you know what I mean. It's a cheat code, you know, a lot of times as well. So a lot of times guys are just using this thing, you know, to be uh, become a damn monster. They're already good, you know, but you want to become a fucking you know. Uh, master coxman yeah master coxman there you, go. <laughs> you want to become a master coxman you might want to check this honey thing so out. have you actually that's talked to best. somebody that's used it yes 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 oh yes, and yes, they, yes. they attest yeah a lot of guys that i they know attest it's like yeah. this is this, this works yeah it works now, i heard it has basically the same ingredient as cialis that's what i read it does so and I, i'm trying to find that i'm trying to figure out is i it guess the, what it is be, it the I, honey that separates it because well, I was gonna say, I guess is there is there a difference between people taking Cialis and t- people taking this? Well, one thing is Cialis, you can't really just buy, you can't buy it in gas stations, so it's <laughs> probably not. <laughs> well, you can, I know you can. <laughs> so yeah, so that's you know, I guess it's a um a, a, a 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's easy accessible. It's more. Yeah, it's, it's more easily accessible. accessible. Yeah, yeah. You know what sure. I mean? So that may be why it's more bigger of a craze. It has a bigger you know buzz going right now. Now, what are they charging for this? It, 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 I, I saw it was cheap. It was something like twenty dollars for a three pack or something like that. $20 um, a pack. You know, and and, and and some are some places cheaper than that. But you know, you guys keep raving about it. <laughs> the price did, is going did, to they in, did they throw in some Magnum condoms as a <laughs> uh, so Yeah, they have those at behind the condom too. I know, but yeah. But do you do you do you throw in some uh, some girls with it, man? Yeah. <laughs> that's your that's, job, that's man. That's the question. You got to be responsible for something. <laughs> if not your performance, at least find the girl. <laughs> but I'll say, man, this great fuck has been brought to you by. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I will say this: I, I do have experience using. Um, um, some some stuff. I, I, you know, I had a younger uh, female, not R. Kelly stuff. All right, but we're talking, you know, um, early twenties. And um, now you should just say I had a female that was younger than me, but certainly legal. No, I'd use early twenties. I, I yeah, don't no, want to leave nothing for speculation. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you had to clear it up with the not R. I Kelly. I did. I did. I did. I did. I'm saying that's how you could have that's avoided the whole R. Kelly that. reference. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to shit on R. Kelly, man. That's, that's the guy. He'll, but listen, he'll, he'll, he'll pee on you in return. I know. <laughs> and um, I, I, yeah, so I used um, some, but it wasn't from the gas station. It was um, it was one of those CBS, Walmart type pills things. And it was one of those things where yeah, I, I wanted it to become a master cocksmith, a master cocksmith for this night. You know what I mean? I'm not, you know, because I remember when I was <laughs> but just, eighteen, nineteen, with the type night. of damage I was putting in, and, and I'm, I'm sure if she's. You know, with guys our age, that's the type of damage that these guys are putting in. I, you know, I I, I want to two up them, <laughs> two up, and, and become a master cocksmith for this <laughs> night. And uh, so I took this thing, and this is uh, the first time I've ever took, I've ever took something like this in my life. Was this last week? No, okay. no, 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 no. It honestly was a um, almost a, 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 a like a year ago. I okay, I wasn't in a relationship or anything. You got to make sure. All right, so I'm using this thing. Well, how did you select this? Did, did somebody ref- say, hey, you should try no, this? No, no. Uh, just like the doctor said, I'm on Google, and I'm like, you know. Reading, uh, reading reviews? Yeah, reading <laughs> reviews and stuff like that, not going to the doctor. And um, and so I use, and I only use fucking half. That's the thing. And so I take this thing. She comes over. Why, why, why did you only use half, though? Because um, some of the reviews, the guys are like, man, you might only only want to take half because this thing is strong, and then you 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 don't want to be hard for like five six hours and things it, like it's that. It's like it's I, that's just weird to me. Like yeah. you're, you're you're getting this to be a master cox, man. Like go all in. <laughs> no, I don't, like, I, I don't get because, it. Like, because because the, the, like the men who are using this really have ED issues. I don't, so I don't want to take it and, and and this is my first time. Like, I don't want to fucking get it and then die of a uh, heart attack for real. Did you really think that you might? Yes. Really? It's my first time. You know, you don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Um, and I'm not talking to any guys that have had taken it at that time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I'm I'm just Google. You Google, you fucking have a fucking sneeze. And Google will tell you you have, you know, stage nine AIDS or cancer and shit. So you got, Google is your worst friend, your worst enemy. And there you went looking for advice. Yeah. So I take this pill. And um, she come and she comes over because you know you're supposed to take it and it's you know thirty hour thirty minutes to an hour or something like that um, before it's before to... performance is required. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And and she gets there. We're chilling for about 20 minutes or so. And all of a sudden, like, my chest starts, like, tightening up. <laughs> and... <laughs> And at first, I'm thinking it's in my head because this is my first were time. You, were you in the midst of foreplay? No, point? no, just chilling right now and watching. You know what I'm saying? Watching. Um, we actually, <laughs> she suggested. This is the first time this ever happened to. Yeah. Um, this probably should have made an official story for me. I just, this, 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 this is on. a solid story. <laughs> but um, uh, she suggested that we watch porn. Oh, very nice. And that's the first time I've ever, like, Anyone's watched... Anyone's ever suggested watching porn? Yeah, and it's the first time I've ever watched porn with a with a, with with a woman. Girl. Yeah, first really? time. Really? And she suggested that. And so, you know, I turned it there. And, Wait, um, but did you, like, pull up, like, Pornhub on the big screen? Or what are we doing? No, no, I have this app, and you can watch fucking everything. It's on Fire TV? Stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on Fire Stick, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why but don't you share that the app problem, the, the problem is, is it was mostly white porn. That was the problem. <sighs> And so, you know, oh. so I'm sifting through, sifting through, and I found one, and <laughs> um, and so we stumped, we got the, that one, but it was like, it was well, really, it was like three or four of them, but they were all cheerleader shit, and and, <laughs> and she was like, "You're into this cheerleader point?" I'm like, "No, it's all that. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what I'm like into. I don't want you to Should go, I go out to the car for my pop-up. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> <laughs> this is what they have. This is you know. But anyway, so yeah, so we, we're watching that, and all of a sudden my chest starts to like uh, tighten up. And um, did you try to play it off? Huh? No. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm really like no real shit. I'm really like thinking like oh shit, this is the big ride. <laughs> and it get, it's getting worse and worse. And then I start sweating profusely. Like I've been in a fucking, like I've been racing, <laughs> running against somebody. So what is she doing this whole time? <laughs> she, 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 she's smoking and we're chilling. She's smoking. She's like, she's not really, she doesn't know what the fuck is going on. I knew I shouldn't have fucked with these older guys. <laughs> <laughs> so like, Things, stuff is supposed to be happening at this time. I'm watching porn, and she's like, you know what I mean? And I'm over here. I'm like, Ugh. so I get up. I get up, and I walk out, and I go upstairs. To regroup? Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? And I'm Googling, like, yo, shortness of breath, uh, sweating profusely, uh, fucking uh, the chest tightening. And, uh, and there goes Google. You're having a stage three heart attack. <laughs> Call nine one one immediately. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> this is happening, and it's getting as I'm looking up, it's getting worse, and I'm like, and I go, I walk back out and say, hey, uh, you gotta go. Like, <laughs> and she's like, what's going on? F- F- finish your weed and go. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> it's over. I'll call you later. And you know, and she's gathering her stuff. It's something I did. Something I did. You gotta go. Don't <laughs> <laughs> try to get her out as quickly as possible. And wait, 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 what's the point in getting rid of her? Like, what if you needed someone to call nine one one? I don't want her to fucking know that I took half a fucking pill to fucking fuck her for eight hours. I don't like. I don't like. You know. This, you know. That's the part of the reason why you don't go to the doctor. You, you know. You don't want people in your business. You don't want people to know. Okay. You know, you'd rather die quietly in your apartment by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I yes, I'd rather die. You don't, you don't have to admit anything to 
<laughs> when you call, they're going to ask what you, what happened. What did you, you lie? do? Well, she's there. <laughs> Dr. House will always stare you down later at the hospital. Well, I'm the sorry. Truth. I'm not thinking that far ahead. I'm really thinking I'm about to pass away. Bubba, you need, you need mental reps. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. So anyway, she leaves. And just eventually, as time passes, it's just you know the the symptoms just you know slowly go away, and I'm just like yo. When just, those uh, symptoms went away, were you ready for action? <laughs> no, no, no. But I I, I got another crack at it. No, oh, okay, yeah, just imagine crack. if you took the whole pill. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I may not be here today. Yeah, though. yeah, that's too funny though. <laughs> So that's the honey pack. What did you so just, just? What was your eventual explanation to the girl later? Uh, just told her I wasn't feeling good, man. Just some came over and I wasn't feeling ate, good. Ate something disagreeable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I had some bad cranberry juice. <laughs> the problem is when she came back over, all I had was the same cheerleading fucking porn videos. <laughs> yeah, in between the time, I didn't even think to like what what kind have of something else prepared. You can't search. They don't have categories. That no, did not have because it's not a it's a regular anal. it's a regular TV app like oh yeah it's an app that you can watch Black Panther on and fucking you know all this you know, ESPN on <laughs> if, so, only, so. if only you could have found Black Pussy <laughs> <laughs> Ebony is my is my favorite category ah, no they, yeah. did, they did not have the Ebony category mine, mine too yeah on that on that app so so yeah that's great that is great man do you still have the same app or have you found a better one. Uh no, same app. Damn, same app, man. I need to get one of those uh, TV screens. I think my favorite part is she goes, "You're really into this." <laughs> Chris, yeah, Chris. Chris is on. He's reminding me that uh, a guy we used to work with. He used to tell us about that kind of stuff all the time. He used to, oh, yeah, okay. he'd be hard to the morning. But he's a, you know he's an old Spanish guy. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So that's that. You know, beware, but do what you do, man. You know, I, I understand. I say caution to the wind. Do what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. Performance is first. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. <laughs> yes, um, uh, let's see here. Let's so, see. will you try the honey pack by the next show? Maybe. All right, I like it. By the next show, I don't know. I don't have anybody to use the honey pack with. You know, so <clears throat> ladies, <laughs> this is your time. When to I find step that up. special somebody. We can experiment. You've got seven days to make it happen, ladies. <laughs> Hit, um, hit, hit Bub in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a a, 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 a a quick break here. What we'll do is we'll get to some sports, and then after the sports, we'll get to the uh, the female rap thing with Sweetie, and then uh, Young Jock had a viral clip uh, we're going to talk about here, Does he too. still have that ridiculous hair? Who's that? Young Jock? No, no, no. He's cut oh, his head now. Thank God. Uh, at least I think so. I, I hope so. I'm not even sure. Um, this is a, a, a short clip from... Uh, um, uh, my episode, Master Jit. My, uh, I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about it, almost dying here. <laughs> it's bringing back to you. Baby. Yeah, man, it was a real fucking feeling. Like, was I that with, was that, that like the closest you've ever felt in your life to like I'm dying right now? No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I uh, I fell asleep running into the back of a semi truck. Uh, one time driving. Yeah, yeah. That was the closest. Um. So this is, uh, of course, I have a, um, a animation cartoon that's out on YouTube called Master Jit, and this is just a, a quick uh, sneak peek of episode two, and we'll be right back. You are on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink. Nephew. 
man, if I had both your hands, I'd cut mine off. Huh? I just want the money, babe. I just want the money, babe. I just want the money, yeah, like Pee Wee. You ready to get this bag? What? Pee Wee who? Pee who? Pee Wee long way, Jit. What you mean? Man, OG, I'm ready, ready, man. Let's get this money. Alright, Pete. Jet. If you wanna start a business, you gotta people watch. You gotta see what annoyed or inconvenience people, man. And then boom, that's your business, dog. Be the problem solver. And then, you know what I'm saying? Word gonna spread around, and then you gonna be on for real. Yeah. We gonna get you some money, Jet. We gonna get you some money. Alrighty, you guys are back back on the bench, and yes, you can catch that uh, next Friday at 3 p.m. on YouTube, Master Jit. I recognize that idea. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Good stuff. Shout Good out, stuff. Shout out to Pink, man. Uh, Master Jit is trying to find a business to get him some money, man. And uh, uh, we got him, you know, uh, OG is telling him, man, you got to find out what inconvenience people. I got that quote from Pink. Pink got it from somewhere. My, my old roommate, Sarf Patel. Yeah, man. So have we just have him check out this clip of the show. Keep rotating, keep 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 you know let letting the people know, man. All right, um, <clears throat> a few things here. Let's get to some sports really quick here. Uh, this video uh, ben, is sponsored Ben's by return, 76ers man. Retro Merge. Ben's return to uh, Philadelphia um, with the Brooklyn Nets, and um, he's playing a bit better than he has. Yeah, so uh, the Nets came into town playing the 76ers without Embiid, without Harden, without Maxi. And uh, they did lose the game. <laughs> uh, uh, the Nets were fully healthy, uh, but Ben Simmons was Ben Simmons, and he has been uh, the last few games. He's been the Ben Simmons uh, that has, you know, made multiple All Star games, most of all All Star teams, and things like that. And um, but but my take my takeaway outside of just the Nets being the Nets, and they need to break this shit up after a while. I, I'm, uh, when it gets close to the trade deadline, and they they've been playing similarly. They just they they they're gonna need to take a hammer to this team, uh, but 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 just speaking quickly on Ben here, you know, this is the thing, right? So Ben Simmons, it's not the this new version of Ben that 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 we had we had been seeing. It was almost like sad to watch, but the Ben Simmons that you guys were loving and. That's that's the Ben Simmons that the 76er fans began to hate, right? So, yeah. and I'm going to explain, like like the ones the the Ben Simmons that you and Juan and everybody was committed to and things like that. That is the Ben Simmons that we were like, this is not the guy, right? So he's rounding back into that form. This 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 Ben Simmons that he just got out of. That 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 was some other shit to see. That was sad. Yeah, no, That's no, not no, the guy. No, I, I, yeah, what but, we but, what we saw at the outset of this season was yeah. was a guy, a broken guy that was on his way out of the league. Yes. What what we've seen in the last couple games is is a something similar to what we had in Philadelphia, which is a talented but essentially fatally flawed player. Yes. Which to my point is. It's still not good enough, and I'm watching. I'm watching the the the. I'm listening to the announcers. I'm watching uh, social media. People are sending me stuff, 
And it's like, you know, listen, man. Yeah, the guy scored 11 points and and, and, and had six rebounds and 11 assists. You know, and that's those were 76ers numbers. It, but that's that's not going to that's not going to win you anything with a guy in a salary cap sport, a guy that's a max player. That's just not. Yeah, that's those are backup center numbers. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's what he is. He's a reserve. And that's what he has been. Even with us, it took me a while. I was a huge Ben Simmons guy when he first came in. He first got with us for the first whatever, four seasons. I was I was the biggest. I was the next Magic Johnson, the next LeBron James. And then I noticed. Uh, we're five years in, and I was the exact same player that you were at LSU. Not a damn thing had changed. And here we are in this game where they lost to the 76ers. And he, uh, first quarter, he hit a couple free throws. And, you know, he's feeling himself. He's talking good. Um, hit two free throws in a row, too, in that first quarter. <laughs> and um, he had four points. And quite, quite the challenge for a had, professional he, player. He had four points and four rebounds, and you would think he had 100 points. The announcers were like, he's just so good. I'm telling you, he's, he's just playing so great right now. It's like, he has four points. But it comes to the fourth quarter now. Comes to the fourth quarter. He, 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 he misses two free throws in a row in the late third quarter, which is awesome for the fans because um, you get free Chick-fil-A, everybody. If a person misses two free throws in a row, everybody gets Chick-fil-A. He what, misses a, a kids meal or like a full no meal? a full a full really? a chicken sandwich a full chicken, oh, chicken sandwich. sandwich. All right, I like the strips, man. He misses two free throws late in the third, and typical Ben is not going to change. He doesn't attempt a shot in the fourth quarter. He doesn't get a rebound in the fourth quarter. He doesn't get an assist in the fourth quarter. He doesn't. He barely touches the ball, and he, he that's. That's the bend that we had for the last five, six years. That's the bend that was in all these all-star games. There's not anything different. That's him. And 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 you cannot win with a guy like that on the floor. You just can't. And I and 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 and, and I guess people are now gonna revert back and they're gonna miss that that point there or whatever. But you just can't, man. And 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 it's nothing you can do about it. Because after the game. Guess what people are doing? They're praising him. Oh, Ben, you played great. You're you're, you're back now, and this isn't that. No, he's, he's, he's the same fucking bad guy. You know what I mean? He's not. He's a um. He's a good reserve NBA basketball player. That's that's what he is, and that's what he should be. But you know, that's that's just the way of the NBA, man. You're six ten, and you can run fast. You're probably going to make a lot of money, <laughs> but you're not going to win games with him. You're just not. Period. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, as, as a as a core player, you you have to want the ball. You have to have to want to do something in big moments and games. And if you're backing out of it, yeah, that's just not the answer. Um, he's taller than anybody we had on the floor last night. Anybody? Yeah. He's taller. He's taller than every center. Every person. He has three inches on everybody. Now, now that's not taking any pressure off Kevin Durant. Who was one inch taller than Ben, and he only had what six rebounds last night. That's not taking any pressure off him, but you know he's putting up buckets at least. The least Ben can do is grab a couple rebounds. You would, he, well, I, I mean, and, and again, I, that that's kind of so, goes to the point. You you have to want to make an impact, and and it, you know who you are. Yeah, you, you know, KD is, is, is down the stretch of a game. Is I mean, he's trying to get to his spots and get shots. Yeah. Um, you, Ben has to feel, has to know he's not doing that. So how can I impact this thing? Yeah. You know, be an active rebounder, create a couple extra possessions, you know, maybe push some tempo in some situations, but, but want the ball and want to make plays. Yeah. 
you know, and that's and that's um, yeah, that, that's definitely something that uh, the team is not the answer. Now, moving slightly away from Ben and just to the next, totally, the team is just flawed. I mean, they they have a lot of talent, but when you see them play, I've watched maybe three, four games of the Nets this year. The team is just flawed. You can't you can't play Ben and Claxton at the same time, but you 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 gotta have to. I mean, because you know who else are you gonna play? Type of deal. Right, right. But whenever Ben and Claxton are on the floor, it's just it's just god awful um, um, space. And even though you have three shooters on the floor with them, um, you know, is where do you put them at on the floor? Because neither one of them are, are a threat to shoot. Neither of them are going to shoot. And um, not even mid range, right? So it just shrinks the floor, and it's just it's just bad. And then you have you have Kyrie, who is 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 really not a point guard, right? So he can't initiate offense. Uh, ben does uh, a lot of that for you, and Ben did a, a lot of that with, between the first three quarters. If if I'm Ben, um, he he's he's better in transition than the player that I'm mentioning. But in the half court, I I would really take a closer look at Draymond Green and, and how he uses, you know, the screening, the dribble handoff actions. And, and he's not a shooter, and people don't respect him as a shooter. But but he uses his body, uses his mind to, to you know, influence and create shots for other people. And, and I think if I'm Ben or I'm somebody close to Ben, I'm saying – this is a place you're going to have to go if you're not going to shoot. And, and there, there is ways to make that work, mm-hmm. you know, with, with talented offensive players because obviously, you know, uh, Draymond's done that quite well. You know, and that, that's – I think he needs to look at it and be like, hey, let me do – let me get involved in some of these other type of actions as a screener, as a dribble handoff guy where, again, if they're going to play off me, that's going to create a pocket of space for the guy that I'm going to go dribble handoff or screen with. Right, and then you know, then off of that, when when they get jumping, that I can you know fake a handoff, slip a screen, and get get a shot I can make around the basket. So I mean, if long term, you know, if he's serious about getting better or sticking in the league in any significant way, he's really got to be honest with himself and say, hey, I'm, I might not be a shooter. And I, I understand your point that you can work on it and improve, and I, I think that's a shortcoming for him not doing it. But even in the confines of his own mind, how can I maximize what I'm doing? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, but and 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 that's not new, right? We've known that notion for the last. I'm talking about the Draymond Green yeah. comparison. We've known that for a couple of years, but you know, he's but, just not. He's just. He's, I mean, he's just not going to do it. Yeah, it comes well, to a I point. Mean, if you're an organization, you have to just. I don't know. I I, I don't have an, I don't have any answers, right? So I, I I guess I shouldn't even be approaching the subject of that. But I because I don't have any answers. I don't know what the fuck you do with Ben, but stay the hell away if you're a, a team and he's on the trading block. That's that's the only thing I could recommend. Well, yeah, and, and I, I think, <laughs> so I mean, I and, and I think you know, what you said earlier, though, I mean, the Nets are probably stuck with it, you know, because yeah. there's not, I mean, there, what team is going to jump to want to pay multiple years on a max deal yeah. for a player in his current condition? Because remember, we just gave him the max. He hadn't right. played a year under the max contract with us. Yeah, this is not, we're not talking it. about like an expiring max no, deal. No. And so I think I think Brooklyn's kind of stuck with him, and, and they really got to just say, how can we make this work mm-hmm. or maximize it? And, and I mean, I, I will say that, that Ben going to where he is now which is close to what he was in Philadelphia is an upgrade from where he was in the first 8 yes. or 10 games. Yes. And so you know th- there is some progress. If you're looking at this thing if I'm the if I'm the Nets I'm like okay we're, we're over a little bit of mental hurdle right now. 
how can we kind of get to a next level with this? And and I think you really look close at the Draymond Green, uh, you know, role and see offensively, particularly in the half court. But those guys, of that? Uh, uh, well, K- 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 Kyrie isn't capable of playing that way. KD can play that way, but Kyrie is yeah. an ISO. He's just an ISO guy. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. From I get that. day one to now, that's the only way he has ever played. That's the only way I think he, he can play. Yeah. And um, but I, I'm not necessarily like jump him into a, like 100 percent pick and rolls, but but okay. make that a part of the game. And the other thing that Draymond does is he is a quick and clean uh, swinger of the ball. Yeah, and, and like focus on those sort of skills. Like, again, and, and I think Ben could do that. He has a good basketball IQ, especially yeah. with moving the ball. Well, the other thing is if you're if they're not going to play close to you, mm-hmm. you're always going to be a pressure release. Yeah, and in that, you know, the other thing Draymond used to do when they used to do a lot of the short roll stuff out of the pick and roll is he'd you know short roll to the top and then play the quick four on three game yeah and and i think like ben should like those are some things he should focus on because he can get that even not out of a pick and roll just you know if, if somebody's below the foul line and ben steps to the top of the key to you know catch a pass you know now you've got a guy in transition he's probably not going to close out super hard but you know you can quickly swing that and roll to a you know a ball screen where there's going to be that pocket of your guy kind of you know sloughing about uh, there's just ways to maximize that if you put your mind to it it's not never going to be perfect it's never going to be what you want of a max player but damn it you got to find something that's going to going to help you have to and that's just offensively yeah i have no idea what has happened to Ben on the defensive end that part he has not reclaimed. He, he's 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 okay in the uh, passing lanes, um, but but Ben used to be a guy, man. Where you could I, we could say we could stick him on somebody like a like Darrell Revis, like Deion Sanders, and say, okay, you got him, and we're just gonna worry about everyone else, and we'll put you on the on their star player, and and you're going to minimize their output. And now, I mean, he's allowing guys that should be in the G League. I mean, he was guarding guys last night that literally were in the G League a couple weeks ago, and they were just having their way. And it's been like that the entire season. Luka was – I understand it's Luka, but, I mean, Ben is supposed to be – when he was with us, he was the best permanent defender in the league, period. There was no discussion. There was no – and and Luka was calling for him. Like, like he was calling for the guy for for Ben's screen, the screen, and yeah. get Ben on him yeah. time after time after time again. I don't care who that is. Nobody was doing that to Ben when he was right, and and I don't know if he's never getting that back. His offensive game and and stuff like that is 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 back. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it it may be a physical issue. It, it's certainly going to be a confidence issue. Yeah, and, I think and, it's, and I like, think it's Yeah, I mean, elite defenders, you, you get locked in and you believe that you're going to stop mm-hmm. somebody. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the possessions add up where you do it and, and suddenly you're a stopper. Yeah. You know, and I, I think he's been so mentally weak over the last two, two and a half years of time that, that he's probably lost that that killer sense of locking people down. I mean, a lot of it, I mean, you, you, yeah, you got to have physical tools, but a lot of it is just that mentality of like, I'm standing in front of you, and I am a problem. Yeah, you know, uh, whatever. Like, you know, I mean, I think like like you go back to a guy like Tony Allen. I think that was like, yeah. it was his mentality. Was like, mentality. he was a good athlete, but this is a guy who tore an ACL early in his career. Yeah, you know, and and it didn't hold him back because he just had that mentality of I'm in front of you. 
Yeah. You know, you're going to have to do something. I don't care if you're KD. I don't care if you cross me or whatever. I'm here all fucking night. <laughs> you know, and yeah. you're going to have to come through me. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, moving from uh, uh, from Ben and, and the Nets over to uh, – there's, there's a big rivalry game coming up here, man. Yeah. Florida State Seminoles versus the Florida Gators. Uh, Pink is a Florida State guy. He went to Florida State. For many years. All right. <laughs> Seven, in fact. Oh, man. Yeah. And uh, I'm a Gator. I'm a Gator fan. I just I grew up in the uh, the Gator culture, and uh, <laughs> I never had a chance to become a fan of anyone else. So, how, wait, how did that happen? Like, that is your, interesting. Your parents were? No, 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 no. It's just, it's you know, when you're a kid growing up in Florida, I just feel like, you know, you, you have to pick one of the three, the big three. Yeah. And for me, um, I can't tell you the moment. But it was just it was just the Gators, you know. It's it's almost it's 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 a weird comparison, and I, I may get in trouble for it. But it's almost like the people, you know, the LGBTQ. They just they say they 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 were born that way, <laughs> and I think I was born a Gator. So what, I, I can't so tell you a specific moment. I can't tell you a player like 76ers. I can tell you Allen Iverson is the sole reason why I'm still a 76ers fan. Uh, Priest Holmes is the sole reason why I'm still a Kansas City Chiefs fan. This to this so day. what what like okay so who was the Gator coach when you first remember? Remember, kind of following the Gators. Following the Gators, I remember it's just Spurrier. I'm not sure if he was the was active Spurrier. coach at that time, but that is the 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 the, the first coach. So that would have been the 90s, yeah, the mid 90s, yeah. So I get I get that. That's appealing. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, you know, it, it now, I, I figure. I mean, looking at this, I figured that you either had to get in in the Spurrier era, or you had to get in in the Meyer era. And if you don't get it, one of those two, there's no you probably, reason. There's no reason. Yeah, you would be straight. Unless, unless you're just a family. You, you would have um, been straight. <laughs> I would have been straight. <laughs> but, yeah. Because, um, yeah, there's just nothing going on, you know, like as far <laughs> as that all. goes. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I figured it had to be one of the two. I mean, the, the, the Gators under Spurrier were, were fun. They were cool, Yeah, you know. Um, so I, I get that. And, and I would have accepted, you know, if you said the Urban Meyer stuff. But, uh but yeah, I don't know. That's that's pretty interesting. I mean, I wish there was a better story to that. No, 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 no better story. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like that's just the way with um, a lot of the Florida State, Florida, and Miami fans. I think that's the Pro- way. Probably they grew up here. So I grew up in Connecticut, yeah. and I, I went to Florida State from Connecticut. Mm. And it was like, you know, like, and I, well, I'll say this. I was a Miami fan. Mm. And the first year, I was, in, I was in FSU 1989. The Hurricanes came to Tallahassee to play. And I rooted for the Hurricanes. Yeah, that first game. In fact, I was really obnoxious, and some chick was like turned around and said something to me. So I just grabbed her head and I turned it back around. And then the guy she was with got all upset in my face, and I threatened to kill him. <laughs> so <laughs> that's an experience. Yeah, but no, I mean, and uh, FSU actually won the game. <laughs> so by the next year, I was rooting for FSU. Exactly. Nah, but you you become immersed in it when you're you're on campus. I think it's hard not to 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 have that sort of impression on you. Um, but yeah, I mean, where we are as a team, I've been very pleased this year. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, we've been bad since 2017, I think. Uh, end of Jimbo through the Willie Taggart era, and then Norvell got off to a, a tough start. But I'll say this. We were 0-4 last year. And I remember feeling it at the time. Like, he gave, like, an impassioned speech about just getting things right. And, and you know, over the next couple of weeks, you could feel the team continue to play. They started to win a few games. 
And what I noticed as a coach is that over the end of last year, they were all talking like he did. Any mm-hmm. player that spoke was talking about the same things that, that like all the little Norvell's like little mantras that, that he, he has out there. And I was like, for this guy not to lose a team at 0-4 in year two and then have this team really bought in, that was significant. And I felt good about that. Um, and we've seen a lot of that bear out. And this year, we, 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 we win four games in a row for the first time in forever. Yeah. You're on a four-game winning streak now. Well, then we, we started. Okay. And then we hit a three-game losing streak. Yeah. And the losses were tough. You know, I mean, we, we, we kind of just didn't play particularly great against Wake Forest. NC State, we we have the game. We're driving for go ahead yeah. and field goal and throw a pick. I caught the last minute you know, of the game. Clemson, we we were down big, rallied late. You know, he didn't lose them again, and now we've won four straight. And, and you know, it's been impressive. It has been positive, and the players you can just feel and sense that they're bought into things. And one of those was a complete ass whooping and miss miss you know. Mismantling of Miami. Yeah. Hurricanes. Well, I mean, we, we beat Miami and Syracuse back to back weeks. We didn't we didn't give up a touchdown for eleven quarters? Yeah. Um. So there, a lot of positive stuff. Now you know, I mean, obviously from our perspective, I hope we win Friday night, and, and get you know get to a decent class bowl. But but from where we were at zero and four, through the Taggart era and all that, to where we are right now, I'm grateful for what they've done. And uh, you know, that's not necessarily going to change on Friday's outcome. I do think we've got the program moving in a positive direction and I'm you know just really thrilled about that. Yeah, Florida State is a, um is a, is a good team this year. They're uh, ranked number 16th. Like you said, they won four games in a row, uh uh, uh some blowouts along the way um in that in that game stretch. Um and they're favored by nine and a half on most um uh, betting sites right now. Nine and a half. That's um great. with the all of the receivers um being listed as out for the Gators um today I, I imagine that it's gonna go to about ten to ten and a half by, by, by game time. Um it's not gonna be that, you know, that make a huge difference in the line, but I'm sure it'll go to at least ten to ten and a half. Uh, by the time game time hits, because um, Florida Gators has about, I, I believe I saw five receivers out. Just, yeah, uh, I, I saw something on the way to the show about five list. guys being out. And it was, yeah. I, I was shocked. From the wide receiver group. Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty bad. Yeah, uh, the, 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 the Gators, for me, um, this, of course, is a disappointing season. Um, we got a brand new coach, um, and he's what we, we kind of knew it, we feared it, but we were hoping for the best. Um, he's, a, he's a recruiter. Um, he's a great recruiter, and what we've been getting lately, post Urban Meyer, is we're getting these one-trick guys—the guys that can do one thing very fucking well, and they do everything else very fucking terribly. And um, you know, we had a, a Muschamp was a great defensive guy, one of the greatest defensive, you know, guys we've ever had in the history. I mean, uh, uh, um, but he was just god awful picking offensive coordinators and. And, and managing the offense. Uh, then we had the opposite of that. Dan Mullen was a great play caller. He's a great coach, uh, um, um, and, and and things of that nature. But he's a terrible fucking recruiter. He's a he's a he's a terrible motivator. Um, and now we get a guy, um, the opposite just from the most previous guy we just had. He's an awesome recruiter. We're flipping guys all over the place, and we're getting this is going to be our best recruiting class in the last what ten years or so. Um, and, and we're not even haven't even got started really yet. And um, but he's a terrible play caller. I mean, he just is. He's a terrible play caller. Yeah, I mean, do you you we have. I mean, 
I'll say I don't know your roster probably as well as you do, but I don't feel that you you even I know you it's been a shorthanded Friday, but I don't feel that you have a particularly strong receiving core, and you do have the nice freshman running back. Mm-hmm. And yet, yeah, you know, and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how your offensive lines regarded. Is it is it regarded as average or yeah, strength? average? You know, I, I mean, to uh, me, devil's advocate, it may be a situation where he doesn't have what he wants to be the play caller that he can be. Well, well then, what about playing to to the strength? Well, first of all, he does. Let's let's go here. Okay. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. He does. Um, um, uh, he's 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 turning Anthony Richardson. Um, and this is the thing I said before the season, I, I, I liked Anthony, Anthony Richardson to be in the Heisman race and be one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. That was my true authentic thoughts. Um, and on social media, I said he would be the best. All right. And, um, and, 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 you know, and break records and things of that nature. First, whatever, three or four games, he probably rushed. He probably had like three, four total rushes. Um, last week. He 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 rushed the ball and let me just make sure I have this I thought, right. We lost we lost the game, and um, to Vanderbilt to fucking Vanderbilt, and he had four rushes. Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson is I don't care what you say and Marquise tags me. He hasn't tagged me in the last four or five weeks because Anthony Richardson is throwing for four hundred yards last week. He's throwing for three hundred and eighty yards the week before. He's throwing for three hundred yards the week before that. And so I haven't heard from Marquise, first of all. I haven't heard from him. Uh, I don't know. He's, he's Please his, check got, on Marquise. He's, he's got his own problems in Cole Gables. <laughs> he may have I don't know if he passed away. I need to text him and check on him. Uh, he hasn't he hasn't tagged me in anything in the he's, last week. He's still four or five posting weeks. content. He's out there. But the thing about it is Anthony Richardson, he's a dynamic runner. He needs to rush the ball more than four, four yards. And, and and some of that is on Anthony Richardson because they, they run this zone read um, offense, yeah. and he just always hands it off. Right. But if you're the coach, you say, okay, I'm going to force you to run it. I'm going to call five design quarterback runs a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's what you have to do. You have Anthony Richardson. I, I, like, he's the, the – I don't – like, he whatever. You think of him. He has to be top five dynamic runners at the quarterback position in college football. He just has to be. When he touches the ball, he's electric. You know what I mean? Uh, I just read a stat. He has the, 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 the most, like, explosive runs from a quarterback this season, and it's by far. He's leading them by, like, ten. You know what I mean? That's just what he is, and that's what we saw last year. So I'm adding that in my mind coming into the season. I'm saying, okay, we have that, and then I assume he's going to become a better passer. So that plus that is going to equal <laughs> you know, a, what you, really what you thought he would be. But the play calling has just not gone like that. And um, he has improved as a passer, so I do like that. And and with that, yeah, somebody has to be catching the ball. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So our, our receivers are decent enough to uh, to have helped Anthony improve in that area. The problem is, even hold on, and, and I want to get this out because even more so than play calling, uh, I didn't want to make that as the number one thing because it's not. Yeah. The number one thing is we just have one of the worst defenses in college football, and that's just by any metric. It's, they're fucking terrible. They're fucking god awful. Um, and guys are uh, some guys are leaving the team, and they're making like uh, the, you know the Twitter posts, and 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 the Gator fans are like, well, thank you. I mean, you're not doing shit. Uh, <laughs> go home. Yeah, leave. Transfer. Yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck you're gonna do anywhere else. This is this is god awful. What happened to DBU? We used to be you know arguing with LSU fans about being DBU. These guys couldn't stop me from catching a the pass. They're fucking awful. 
<laughs> All right, and, and that is the number one reason why the Gators are where they're at. I don't want to make it to be this the, the coach. I I I really try to stay away from blaming coach and play calling and all you know things like that. Um, um, but th- there is a little bit of that going on. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, my analysis. I mean, they they've struggled to consistently stop people. Um, I, I agree. They haven't gotten the most out of out of. Richardson as as a runner, I think he's a talented but erratic thrower of the ball. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it, it it is what it is. Again, it's 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 year one. I don't you know, I, I don't. I mean, it's not my job to have confidence in your coach, but <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, I haven't necessarily I, lost that. I I mean, I would say is I think he's doing a lot better than Mario. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, that's you know. not that's not hard to do. Yeah, yeah. But and and, and I'm not and I'm not saying fire him or anything like that. I, I, yeah. I, I'm the first to drive a train now. I drive a boat. I'm the first, and I'm not on that. I'm not doing that right now. I'm giving him opportunity. This is year one, and I have seen some positives. Don't want to make it seem to be all negative. Um, like I said, he's an awesome recruiter. Loving what he's bringing in. We haven't had any of that. So uh, let let me you know uh, you know let me soak that in. <laughs> you know, it's been a while since we had these many four stars signing up here with us. So I'll soak that in and and, and just pray that he brings in a a, a, a a office of coordinator or something to help him out, um, um, because he's one thousand percent going to need that. And and, and and yeah, and in this game coming up here between Florida State and the Gators, um, uh, I you know, I'm just I'm just rooting for AR. That's really what I'm rooting for. I think Florida State probably will win. I'm not taking any bets. Guys are just hitting me up left and right. Are they really? Uh, left and right in my DMs and, and texting and shit like that. I say, the <laughs> uh, uh, Vegas says you guys are going to win by 10 points. Give me 10 points and I'll take your bet. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or, you know, I didn't, when, when Florida State were at its lowest, I wasn't going around and fucking, you know, trying to, uh, you know, take money from my friends that were Florida State fans, you know, that's low of you guys. That really is. It's really low for you to know where we're at and try to steal money from your friends. You know what I mean? Wait till we're, you know, somewhat even contemporaries. We have all these injuries and shit like that. Um, so I, I, I don't know what to expect, but it is a rivalry, man. So no matter where a team is technically at, it's a rivalry game. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Florida State is not fucking, you know, they're not Georgia. No, no, we're not Georgia. So you know, uh, you know, really, who knows what can happen? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you, you get into the game and you you have to see how you know both teams respond. I mean, I, I expect the Gators to be well prepared and emotionally primed for the game. Um, you know, we we've been consistently business like over the last four weeks, so I I expect that to be our mentality there and just just grind out possessions, man. And a new thing they playing Friday, right? Yeah, yeah, Friday night, which is which is cool. I, I mean, I think. You know, we played LSU early in in a primetime game. I think it's good good for the program and the brand to have a couple of these things and show well. Um, and again, you talk about recruiting. Recruiting is the lifeblood of a college football program. It really is. And, and if your team does not have any buzz, if it's just perceived to be kind of irrelevant, you're in a bad, bad place. And so, you know, to to have an opportunity to play Friday night probably be the only you know high profile game on that Friday night. And for you know either one of these teams to play well is going to be now, very nice for the trail. Now we watched last year's game together. Yes, and, we and, did. And the Gators won. And and, and Pink um, he hit the table so fucking hard, water splashed all over me. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah, not, so if you you know when that guy I, dropped the punt. 
Yeah, so, you know, I'll tell you what, I watched my team beat your team last year, so <laughs> if you want to relive it and we can link up and watch the game uh, uh, Friday, uh, we can do that. Uh, uh, you know, it'd be your decision. I'm not, you know, as, as primed up to watch it as, as, as you may be. But yeah, I, yeah. But, you know, I, you know, I'd be a good sport. I'd be a good sport. I appreciate it. I'd be a good sport. I appreciate that. And, 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 and I'll do that. That's All good. Right. So yeah, that's Florida State, Florida that, that played Friday night. Did I punch night. the table when that guy dropped the punch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> <He's like>, Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> in the sports mind. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a game. Nobody even really batted an eye. Cause, oh, you know, you should have saw me uh, on t- Tuesday with the U- uh, Monday with the USA game. Oh yeah. Oh, I said the Ale House. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just yelling like "fuck you" across the, the Ale House. <laughs> I actually wanted to go to that next, actually. Okay. Uh, because, um, yes, uh, USA is going to be playing England. Uh, they actually had Will Ferrer, a comedian, uh, talking about the game. They asked, they were asking him about it. So let me play a little piece from Will here, and then we'll get to talking about the game and the World Cup here. Once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink. We're available on all podcast streaming platforms, including here on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe. All of that great stuff. <laughs> USA three, England nil. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. All right. Fine. Well, look. We'll By the way, I just totally jinxed our team. <laughs> We're like gonna get destroyed by you guys. <laughs> hey, well, look, look, look. Let's see. It's a hard group. It's very hard. It's you've, a difficult group. But you've got the Welsh in there as well. You've yeah. got Iran are in there. It's going to be very difficult. Oh. Okay. Now, look, the reason why I wanted to bring this up as well was because a lot of the England players um, actually listen to this show in the mornings. Oh, okay. and, and, and we, well, they found out that you both were coming in. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. They had some, some choice words. There's a, oh, goal, okay. there, there's a goalkeeper called Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah. And Aaron, Aaron is known to be what we call in England a house. Whoa. Right? No, I'm not going to bleep that out. But but basically, he gives it to the away fans. He gives it to the other team. He's always talking, right? He's chirping. Yes. Chirping constantly. And he actually had some words, some fighting talk for Uh you, Will. Uh Uh-oh. Take a listen. Hi, Will. It's Aaron Ramsdale. You're a great actor and a hero of mine. I love watching your films. But when we play your nation on Friday, you'll be the worst actor in the world. Alf will be on the shelf, and it'll be a little less Anchorman and more Anchorman. Take care, wow. pal. Ooh. Well, Merry Christmas. Well, Merry well. Christmas. Exactly. Bah humbug. <laughs> Mr. Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah. So, Will, I mean, you can you can have he, some choice words He back. didn't know when he when he gave you those quotes. Aaron, you didn't realize I know where you live, <laughs> and I'm delivering a bag of <laughs> to your doorstep. <laughs> I'm going to light it on fire, and you're going to have to stomp it out. All right, Aaron? Any choice words for the England team at all? Should they be worried? They sh- they're not going to sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> because they're insomniacs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
And then we literally just shit the bed in the second half mm. and uh, gave up a late goal on a penalty. But we completely lost the initiative. We possessed the ball the majority of the half, looked composed. And then in the second half, they had all the ball. They had all the chances. And, and we just crumbled. And we we're lucky to get out with a draw. Um, this England game for me is going to be the nail in the coffin. We will lose to England. England's a far more talented team mm. than we are, and uh, I think that will effectively end our World Cup. Even if we beat Iran, um, I think that we're, we're still in trouble because I, I think Wales is going to beat Iran as well, and we'll be in some sort of goal difference tiebreaker. Is, is it as tough as a group as the guy, the England podcast? No, said? I don't think it. And here's what's my – I'm disgusted by our performance. I – Wales is not a very good team. Mm. They have one elite player and and a bunch of ham and eggers, and we lost and or we tied them. That was unacceptable. We have to beat them. Iran is trash. England destroyed them six one. Yikes. Um, England's a world class team. They're, they're terrific. They have one of my favorite players in, in the on the planet right now. This kid um, is nineteen years old. He plays midfield. Jude Bellingham. He played at a club. Um, in his youth called Birmingham, they retired his number when he left at 17. <laughs> He's the next star, you think? For England, yeah. I mean, he, I mean well, you know, you know how soccer he, goes. You, well, here's the thing. Like, like the, the, the guys that are win the player of the world player of the year. And yeah, stuff that's like what that, I'm saying. They're scorers. Mm. They're they're attacking players. Mbappe, uh, this guy's Erling Haaland, Messi. Um, Bellingham is a two-way midfielder. He literally does a little bit of everything. Mm. He's one of these guys that pops up in the right spots all the time. When he talks, he's 19 years old, he talks like he's 28 and been through everything. Yeah. Um, literally, his first start in the World Cup at 19, uh, he scored the first goal for England. Mm. You know, but, but goal scoring is just one of the things he does. Exactly. Um, but I, I, I love Bellingham, um, and I just think that England's better and, and they'll win the game. I, I, I hated the way we played. I thought when, when the heat got turned up on us, we responded poorly. And it's super disappointing because, in truth, this is the most talented U.S. team that's ever been assembled. And it's the in, in its own way, it's the most globally experienced team. The players are young. We're one of the younger teams in the whole tournament. But we have players that are playing at good clubs across the globe, not just dudes you know, playing in their garage in New Jersey. <laughs> right. And so, um, you know, we have players that can play. And, and what we did in the second half against Wales was just get away from them. Yikes. We just collapsed. And I, and I, I think you know, we'll come out kind of like we might might see the Gators and Knowles go. You know, we'll come out fired up. We'll charge around. We'll act like we know what we're doing. And eventually, I think England's talent's going to separate them, and they'll probably probably win 2 uh, nothing, 3-1, something like that. Who is the team? I, I kept seeing on social media – Either Costa Rica was getting blown out or they yeah, blew yeah. out somebody. No, no, no. Spain destroyed Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah. Seven to nothing. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, no, I mean, Spain, they're, they're very dangerous. They they play in a way where they, they possess the crap out of the ball. They pass it, pass it, pass it, and then they kind of score goals. And the, the problem with Spain is if they the, – your game plan against Spain is to keep them scoreless – and let them possess the ball and try to hit them on a counterattack. If they score early, you're never going to see the fucking ball again. Oh, yikes. And you'll spend 90 minutes chasing the air. Yeah. And that breaks your will. And that's what happened in Costa Rica. If this game had somehow got to halftime 0-0, maybe they lose 2 nothing. 
But in, or, or Spain scored three in the first half. By the time they walked out for the second half, it's literally like walking into hell. Yeah. You know you they're know. just going to pass the ball around. Yeah. And you're going to be chasing air, and you're going to touch <laughs> it maybe once every five minutes. Yeah. And this Spanish team, they have a lot of young, talented guys. One of the scorers today is a player named Gavi. He's, he's I think, 18 years old. Youngest player to score at a World Cup since Pele in 1958. Um, and, and they just have a lot of young talent. And these guys are hungry to make a big impression. It's not a veteran team like they've had in the past, you know, that, that, that might be a little little funky. These these guys are going for it. They're, they're very dangerous in the tournament. Um, but France all day, every day. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to ask you, what's, the, what's going to be the number one team? Uh, I, I, it's going to be hard to beat France. France is my team, but no. Because I mean, of, because of uh, yeah. Mbappe. <laughs> Mbappe. That's my guy. Yeah. But no, France, actually, France has is missing. So They're missing – the world player of the year in their team. He's he's injured. He's not even playing. And France is still among the and favorites. Still among the favorites. They're, they're so deep and talented. They're 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 great. But no, I mean this is at the end of the day, you're looking at France, you're looking at Brazil, you're looking at Spain, you're looking at England. Um, those for me and, and Argentina can come back. It's possible. But but I think those are the big four teams that you're gonna look at. The winner yeah. will probably emerge from one of those. All right, well, we'll definitely be uh, tuned in there to the World Cup and yes. see what happens there. I want to give a quick shout-out uh, to our main guy, Cliff, at Big Red uh, uh, Moving and Hauling there. If you need anything moved, all right, whether you're moving, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. How about my bowels? <laughs> no. If you're moving <laughs> houses, apartments, or if you're a business and, or, or, you, or you need some junk removed, uh, junk removal, a cliff at Big Red Moving and Hauling does all of that, and you get really great customer service um, from from Cliff here at Big Red Moving and Hauling. There goes the website. Check it out; it's great. Um, and then you know, let them know Bubba and Pink sent you. All right, uh, and that goes for anything and everything. All right, with uh, moving and hauling. Yeah, I mean, one, one thing. I mean, I, I've had to move a time or two in my life. Like, you know. It, a lot of times, like the people moving you, like you know, they're, they don't have much conversation, much personality. <laughs> they're like whatever. Cliff, Cliff's a terrific guy. I mean, he'll he'll take care of you. Uh, he'll probably be your friend by the time the move's over. There you like, go. Like no lie, he's that type of guy. Exactly, exactly. All righty there. Uh, once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink, Homer Sports Music and Mayhem. All right, let's get to a little some fun stuff here. All righty. Um, young Jock, uh, a lot of people remember him as a, a, a rapper back in the day. He had some, some singles. He, you know, uh, he did pretty well with his career. But afterwards, uh, more recently, uh, more uh, younger folks may know him from the TV show Love and Hip Hop, I believe it is. I don't watch any of that stuff. Uh, but um, him and his wife uh, have been on the show and recently did an interview. And this has been going viral with his wife. Um, because I cut off some of it because it was too long. So basically what's going on here in this clip is his wife is basically telling young Jock that he does, she doesn't want uh, his kids to grow up to be like him, like his sons. Uh, doesn't want them to grow up to be like him. Um, and then he kind of corrects her on that, saying, you know, what's so bad about me? I'm a, you know, and we're going to listen to it here. And I, we'll, we'll I smashed you for keeps. <laughs> and he's saying that. He's like, well, what, what, you know, what does that say? I'm your husband. Like, you know, what are you making me be out this bad guy on, on this national platform here? And here we go right here. Don't try to normalize. I'm not. What you have I done. I absolutely am not. What like, I'm saying. Like, your life is not normal. It's not saying, no model that what, I won't. 
Amir to follow, Amani to follow, Cadence to follow. Okay. Not. Okay. And I don't think their mothers would either. So okay. let's be let's be honest. So okay. What you, so what are you saying? What is that saying about me? I'm your husband. Well, I'm and you basically saying you would you wouldn't want my sons to be like I, me. I would I'm not. I would not. I would not want I'm them to successful. have as I many take care children. Of my kids. Okay. And I would not want so them what? to have all of these different situations. That's not something I would I want for them. I wouldn't. I, I don't necessarily want that for them either. Okay. But don't I do sum, want, I but want don't them to sum have... me up just in the fact because I got kids. Because let me tell you something. I it's, take not, it's not just no, because no, no, you no, have no, children. No, 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 no. I'm going to say it like this. It's though. not just because you have children. I'm going to say it. That's it not what here. I was saying. Put it on the table. Come down. So that's say that's not what mind. I was saying. Because it's I, I not take because offense you to have, that. It's not. Well, I'm sure you would. I take but if you to listen that. to it from a logical standpoint, no, it ain't it's not the fact standpoint. that you have children. It's what well, you, you you say that. The children are not you the say issue. That. Don't just make it seem like I'm a bad person. Don't say, make something like some, not. some I'm fucked up individual. What you're not going to do is do that. I didn't say that. Well, that's how you put it. You, you said I, you wouldn't want my son to be like me. I wouldn't want them to do some of the things that you okay. have done. Okay, oh, and I wouldn't want my daughters to do some of the things you've done. I We're know, human. That's what I'm trying to say. You would to do majority of the things that I've done. Listen, what I'm saying is, when you talk about me, don't sum say me facts, up. Right? Don't sum me up on the worst side of me or what you consider the worst side of me. Because ain't okay. nobody fucking perfect. So okay. don't do that. That's All what we're right. not gonna do. Because okay. as a man, guess what? I got to stand on mine too. Yeah, you I, do. Because guess what? Get, you, let me let me yeah, tell you something. You I didn't go to college. Guess That's what? Fine. I want my kids to go to college. So we can say That's that right good. now. That's, I don't want them to go that direction. I want them to go to college. I can say that with you too. Right. But don't sit here in front of the world, in front of a, a medium, mm -hmm. and say, oh, I wouldn't want my sons or your sons to be like you. Hold on. No, nah, nah, you're going to put some respect like on my name. Because at the end of the day, I'm successful. I, I take care of my kids. Okay. Ain't none of my kids out here in, 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 in dire need of, of, of love and support. Okay. So we're going to do that. Okay. okay. Cause I don't appreciate that. Cause well, there's some things I'm about you that I could say I wouldn't want my daughters to do. Go ahead. I'm not Tell gonna do that. Me. I respect you and I love <laughs> I want, you enough. I want this magazine. I, I, no, to no, know no, 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 no. I respect the integrity. What it is about me? You don't want your your daughters. I'm not gonna to do that. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> be my guest. I'm not. Gonna I'm not do gonna do be that. slighted, honey. I'm not gonna do that. That's that's where that's where we have to draw the line. Okay. Cause I don't care because the camera in front I'm of me. So you got you got that interchange there, and, and like I said, of course, it's been a, a clip that has been going around and getting and getting viral. There, what, what what do you say to that? There's a lot of things going on in that clip. Mm -hmm. um, I think she she really like the way she said it is what triggered him. Right. Yeah. You know, she made it sound like almost like too broad and not all encompassing. It's it, it, it's just more like, hey. I would want the kids to go to college and, and in reality probably not have to go through a lot of stuff that he probably did go through. Mm -hmm. And he kind of almost concedes that when he's talking. Like, yeah, I would want the kids to go to college. I'd want to you know, maybe have a smoother path in life than, than me. And, you know, not have as, you know, whatever, many drama with women and all that. So they're not really disagreeing about the substance of what's being said. But their tone, particularly her tone to him, to me is just kind of disrespectful and she's not backing off of it right she's doubling down on it. she's not saying hey i probably missaid that what i was referring to was xyz yeah i mean having so many women in your life with different kids and you know whatever and and you know you were somebody that didn't go to college i want the kids to go to college you know and, and that's just you know again you're doing this in a reality show so what's the point here we're trying to entertain i guess but 
you come off as just an annoying bitch. <laughs> like for real. Like I mean, what guy is going to respond well to the to her tone? To that tone, none. Uh, none. None. Like it's be, an automatic trigger. Yeah, be real. Like you know, you you have to like it's acknowledge what the guys accomplished in life. You know, what's 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 so bad about having like like I see people uh, talk bad about um, Nick um, Nick Cannon. About uh, like a lot of the kids he's having, like like if you are, he just seems to be on a weird mission, man. <laughs> but yeah, and Jock is nowhere near the amount of that Nick yeah. Cannon is at. But my point is this, right? And not, and, not and, and this is not about Nick Cannon, but just a general statement of if you are financially able and 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 emotionally there, you know, physically for your kids. What, 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 why are we bringing this up in a negative connotation? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm taking care of my kids financially, and, and also I'm there emotionally and physically see, there every day. I did not see that that's – like, I don't think she was talking about that. Mm. I think she was in – like, the when, when, she, when was. she was pressed – no, no, I think she was, it was something else I'll bring that up. I think she was talking about, like, the fact that that, you know, he's probably done a lot of, like, funky stuff that you might expect a hip-hop star to do. Cheating and stuff like that. Yeah, right. she's also talking about that. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. that I think, is what she's really talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 and, no, yeah. No, you're right. And the problem that you probably have is none of these kids are hers. Yeah. She's in this situation where she's got a deal, even if he's, like, whatever, providing... That's not even the real issue here as I read it. She's got to deal with these other baby mamas on some level. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not face-to-face, she's got to deal with when the kids are now in her house, but they're behaving some kind of way because their mother, you know, whatever, allows it, tolerates it, what have you. Right. She's probably, a lot of her in this conversation is that. Yeah. And, And she looks at it like, You've got these three or four kids, however, I thought it was three, you know, all different moms. And in your, in some level, your, your life is sloppy because of that, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's difficult. You know, yeah. that, that, that's, I can, I can identify that that's, that's a thing that she's talking about. But then you should also talk about the go to college thing and whatever. I think it's more the drama and the history with the other mamas that she's really talking to. He, yeah, she rather is. Than the she kids is. themselves. She, she is. Yeah, you're right about that. Because, yeah, he has, you know, they've been on the show and talked about him cheating and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's another dig that she's bringing up just in a different way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're definitely right but about no, that. But no, but you got to realize, like, women will do that. Yeah, That's one do of that. their go-tos. Yeah, yeah. They're not yeah. going to go straight at the problem. Yeah. They're going to go at something like you're being a father, mm-hmm. which, again, in his mind, it, you know, if he's... And, that, and if that's he's a trigger because he's there. Yeah. time and, and allocating resources and, and doing what he can do, yeah. you know, that he's not going to respond well to no, that. No, no. You know, and, but and that if you if you don't read between the lines in that conversation, you don't get that. Right. You know, and so that that's the thing. I so I that's why I think that whole conversation was like disrespectful. Her tone was a little was was out of pocket for me. And even when he tried to make points, you you could hear she's just trying to like chirp over him. If she's if they're really having a conversation, and maybe whatever for the cameras, but it's like, hey, I didn't mean it that way. What I was talking about was you know, you know what we need, to, what we're dealing with with these three, you know, baby mamas and their nonsense. And, you know, you know as well as I do that we want the kids to go to the freaking Ivy League instead of, you know, rolling the dice in the hip-hop career. <laughs> like, whatever, <laughs> like, like, whatever. You know, that, I mean, it, you know, that's what you would say. And he'd probably say, yeah, you're right about that. I got it. 
Exactly. You know, exactly. but that's not the way people communicate. No, no, it makes too much sense. <laughs> it does. <laughs> all right, on to the next, uh, 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 uh you know, kind of uh, trendy topic here is um. I know I'm gonna say her name wrong because it, it, it reads as Saudi, but I know it, I'm pretty sure it's Sweetie. So I've, I've, I've heard of, uh, heard of, uh, um, uh, of course, a few of her songs, especially her um, most, um, you know, um, whatever her biggest songs or whatever. But she's in the news uh, right now. She's ha- she had a recent interview, and the top right there, she's saying women are running the rap game right now due to so much violence and disrespect in male music, right? That's that's one piece of it. Then the second piece is uh, her getting into it with Joe Budden uh, due to um, uh, in one of her most recent songs or freestyles, uh, Sweet makes a, a reference in one of the bars about basically her, it's like a love triangle between her and little baby and um, and uh, 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 ooh, I'm having a damn mental thing uh, between one of the guys from Migos, uh, Quavo. I'm sorry, Quavo. <laughs> one, of the guys right. one of the guys who's still leaving. Right, right. Between, yeah, between <laughs> Quavo. And, and basically what Joe Budden is saying, that's bad timing, um, you know, to, to put that out, especially what you know and Quavo is dealing with uh, um, the loss of, you know, basically it really is his nephew, um, Offset, but also a member of Migos. And also Lil Baby is close to that situation as well, all Atlanta rappers. And Joe Budden is saying, you know, you know, she got to shut the F up. <laughs> you know, um, did you screw Offset or not? Um, you know, and, you know, because oh, wait, there's... Oh, wait, wait, so wait, oh, she banged but, Offset but, well, too? Well, here goes the thing. The, 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 the bars are referenced between Lil Baby and Quavo, but there are other rumors going around that she slept with um, Offset while he, while he was with Cardi B and stuff like that and... Okay. That, that, those are rumors that have been going on, but any in any event, it's just a bad time to put out this 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 freestyle, and um and and, and this is and this is the point I'm making. This is why I, this is why I merged these two together, is because you 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 can't say women are running rap game due to so much violence disrespect, because a men in the rap game there are so many different lanes and genres. Because some of the top rappers, if you, it depends on who you ask. Because some people will tell you J. Cole and Kendrick are the best rappers in the game. And they're not talking about, you know, violence and disrespect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some will tell you Drake. Drake is not all in violence and disrespect. So it depends on who you ask. Um, but the thing about women in the rap game, all of y'all are just talking about screwing this man and that man and needing money to fuck this guy. And that guy, like y'all, all y'all content are the fucking exact same. So how are y'all running the rap game because of fucking violence and disrespect when all y'all talking about is screwing this and dick size that and fucking you need money to screw this man and get fluid out here and there? It's the same thing. Yeah. No, but I mean, yeah. I, so uh, This statement is idiotic. <laughs> yeah. This is just idiotic. I mean, because like, again, first of all, I don't think men relate to women rappers in any way. Mm-hmm. Like you may find them attractive, you may want to fuck them or, or watch their video because they're shaking an ass. But who, what man gets into any woman's bars? No, yeah. And and again, a big part of that reason. I mean, first is just gender identification. 
Yeah. You're not going to look at life through that prism. So the number two, the other problem is, is what you said, like an overwhelming majority of, of popular women's hip hop is the same lane. My pussy's wet and I want money. Mm-hmm. And that's just not like you're not running anything. That's just like that's trivial stuff. Yeah. You know, you'll 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 get some women to listen to it and feel yeah. empowered by it. But it's it's at the end of the yeah. day, it's trivial. And you'll get us to watch the videos. Yeah. And I but I, and I mean, I'll say the same. There are lanes of rap that are on the men's side that are trivial, too. Yeah. And, and there's a legitimate issue. The guys that are kind of making their career on the, the guns and drugs and stuff like that. That's not doing anybody any favors. And and there's no secret that there's essentially like a a, a high death toll in this. Right. Like a real thing. You know, so so there's problems on the men's side of hip hop. And there's problems in my mind with with being in that, that, you know, violence and drug lane. But there's enough diversity in men's hip hop that that's not the only thing going on. Mm Mm-hmm. And women's hip hop lacks diversity, and it and it just lacks an audience other than women. Yeah, yeah, that's the main thing. And, and I would again, and I I I hate this. I feel like I say it every week. She did that freestyle at exactly the right time for her, because to get, to get it's, talked it's just about, be and, talked about. Yeah, you know. And, and Joe Budden's right. If you're looking at this logically as a person of class or or a person of grace in some way. Yeah, I'm not going to rap about the, these dudes right now because they're going through something. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the point of that? I could release this a year from now. Right. Yeah, this is not that important. Yeah. Um, you know, but you do it at this point because they're in the game and they're in the news for something bad happening. And you know, you're just going to piggyback off that, get people talking about you and boost your miserable career. Yeah. Because now people want to hear, oh, what song? Yeah, is what's, that? Go- yeah, yeah what's, what's going on with that? Yeah. yeah, yeah and I mean, and that's what she un- said. unfortunately, yeah. in entertainment, like, that's, just the, that's, that's where the, we are. The yeah. views are what matters. Yeah. Like, the streams are what matters. And so, you know, you get Joe Budden, you know, talking real about something you did that's, that's nonsense. All that's going to be, there'll be a, a big chunk of people who go, oh, what did, what did she say? Let me find that. Yeah. Like, let me listen. And exactly. then that all goes to her. We're, we're just in, like, a very shitty time as far as that goes. Like, just to me, like, the irrelevant celebritydom. Yeah. It's not based on talent. It's not based on merit. It's, it's just based on being an asshole. And, and I don't see, I don't I don't really see an end because I don't see, like, yeah, I, I don't know another avenue because this is the easiest avenue for them. It's easy. It's easy picking. As long as people are still triggered to behave by these statements and, yeah. and we are such an idiotic bunch of people that yeah. we, we, we're triggered by this. I mean, the politicians use it, the, oh, the yeah. advertisers use it and then like, you know, the pseudo celebrities use it. Yeah. You know, like, let me just stir it up. It's it's important. You know, the only thing is views and, and whatever that matter. So if I say something stupid or controversial or, or provoke somebody to look at my website or listen to my song or watch my movie i mean the crazy irony is how many people watch that hebrews to 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 jews thing yeah after that didn't know it existed before Kyrie. i had no idea that's what i'm saying I had no idea. like i would love to see the numbers on how much yeah. how what what's the viewership of that particular yeah. piece now that guy is doing Kyrie he's said. on like a damn podcast tour <laughs> he's like you know and, you know and it's been out for like a long time it's been yeah. out for a while it's crazy yeah um, yeah i mean it, it probably was just like like 
circulating around at a very low level. Yeah. You know, it was whatever. And then the Kyrie, it's not even that he, I mean, like the tweet, but then everything that happens after it, people are like, oh, what is in this thing? Let me check it out. This is kind of a branch, and I kind of just want to talk about it briefly as well, but it is. It's kind of a branch to another thing. I had shared on Instagram about, I saw a clip of Charleston White, a, a guy who says a lot of, you know, um, 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 uh, uh, things that gets people going on social media. But anyway, he was in an interview and he was talking about how the guy asked him, you know, the he phrased it as the white man, the white man uh, uh, um, giving these artists money to talk about violence, drugs, or or, or, or or in Sweetie's case, you know, stuff that she, she just shouldn't say. They're encouraging these rappers to do that. Um, um, and giving them a lot of money for it, and what Charleston said is, is that it ain't the white man, it ain't the record labels. That's you know that's what they're saying. That's behind them. That's behind it. It's the artist. You, you, you like it's your choice. Like she, she, it was her. It's her decision. She can choose whether she wants to put that lyrics down. She wrote those lyrics, or you know, in a lot of women's cases, a lot of other guys are writing these lyrics. But anyway, <laughs> you choose what lyrics you want to take and what you want to do. And, and, and in a lot of cases, you are writing these lyrics. Like you know, so you know, y- you are in control of that. You know what I'm saying? So you can't just blame the fucking record labels and things like that as well it's on these people man it's on these artists yeah it, I, I I agree I mean it's it, it it is coming both ways though it is coming both ways I mean there's an incentive it's an incentive like like labels are looking for artists they're mm-hmm. looking for things that like and they know if this if this person sells you know like like with the whole pussy music yeah. it's like literally they okay know. you know whatever however we want to credit starting it like you know Nicki Minaj or whoever it's like well that sells like like we'll look for the next person who yeah. does this and so the you know they're offering deals and whatever they are but, but it's also got, still on us but you as as an artist you have to have some integrity you have to have something that yeah. says what am I okay with yeah and if you will just go along with with the direction you're led you're, you're a sheep and you're a whore because <laughs> you're just doing it for money yeah you're not there's no art in in a lot of this music and, and, let me, and let me say this briefly, because you made a great point about, um, uh, of course, uh, gender based. A lot of the um, uh, a lot of these women, uh, you know, female rappers, uh, a lot of the, the biggest base and biggest fans are going to be women and, and a great, uh, really dope artist in Rhapsody, Rhapsody. And I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing the name a little bit wrong, but she's a really dope female artist. She doesn't talk about pussy, 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 and coochie, 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 and paying this and wet and this and that. She has real bars and stuff like that, but she's not as mainstream as these other big female artists. And that's because a lot of the women don't listen to her. They rather listen to the city girls and Sweetie and, and Cardi B. You know what I mean? Right. right. Uh, so that that's on them, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you can't get bad at, at, at people like us or other people who talk about, well, all y'all, all the female rappers talk about this and that because y'all won't get behind you know, people who are really talking about, you know, the women who are who have real music, you know, and, I, and it's it, it it's so complicated because I, and I do feel like I understand the point that Charleston's White making about the, the record companies or whatever. But, but I also feel the same way with a lot of the media. It's like the, the like a lot of people will sit back and say, oh, the media is just screwing this up, screwing that up. And they do play a part. But we as individuals, as consumers of content, yeah. we're playing a part too. We do. Are we responding to every dog whistle, you know, and like, oh, what's going on with this? Or can we get mature enough to just ignore some nonsense mm-hmm. and not, you know, not jump every time a whistle's blown? Mm-hmm. And, and you, know, 
that's a big part of it. We can, and and again, it's like a two way thing. If people stop reacting to to, you know, bad music and 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 stupid takes in social media, like suddenly that's not as profitable because it's not drawing views. Exactly. You know, it's a grassroots way to address the problem. You know, or you, I mean, again, you say, well, what what is the filter in the media or the record company? Do they have some objective? Other than making money, do they have some moral compass that's like, hey, I don't want to just promote this music. I think at the end of the day, the music's shit and there's better stuff out there and I'd rather be associated with the better stuff. Well, you know, if they have to take a financial hit on that, most time people say, no, thank you. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the reality. I mean, everybody has a price and that's why we have so much stupidity. Yeah, that's true. Well, moving on here. We don't want to give uh, Sweetie too much of our time here. We've already given her too much. <laughs> we have a couple, uh, two more topics to talk about here. Let's get back to the world of sports here. Um, this, this won't take long, man. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so you say. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes is just a monster, man. I have some numbers here, and, and, and I'm not the biggest numbers guy, but these numbers are just outrageous. Oh, you're a numbers guy. I am. I know. <laughs> Shout out to Will Chamberlain, who may be a numbers guy as a kid. Um, uh, uh, Kansas City Chiefs off my team has been my team f- since birth, um, or since uh, uh, you know whatever. Priest Holmes graced the backfield. Priest, yes, it's Priest Holmes graced the backfield, and um, he he, he he's just a monster, man. And the, the the overall idea before I quickly get to the numbers here is just that every year. We and I say we because I'm a part of the, the the sports community. Like, and, and it's and it's not only with Mahomes but with others. We talk ourselves out of just saying what we know. Like Mahomes is just he's the best. He's like like we go into it and and I know you weren't a big um a Chargers guy, Herbert guy. But yeah. We go in here saying oh Herbert's going to be the best. We come in here saying oh uh um uh, 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 the Bengals guy uh, Joe Burrow. We come in with Aaron Rodgers. We come in with Tom Brady. We come in with all of these guys. But but Bradshaw Holmes has really showed uh, the fucking uh, level of dominance that we haven't seen is not just this year. It's over the last three to four seasons, all right? And it's in his very young career, enough to where he should have been on the mantle alone. And here are some of the numbers here. Just fucking mind-blowing, okay? All right. Remember when Aaron Rodgers last year, he uh, won a game in Chicago, Chicago Bears, right? And he was like, I own this team. This is my team. Remember that? Yeah, it was, yeah, a, it yeah, was yeah. a big thing. Yeah, division because rival. because Aaron Rodgers is 10-3 and three versus the Chicago Bears right. on the road, like in Chicago. Yeah. That's a great fucking record. He's 10-3. and three. He yeah. probably does own the Bears. He probably should own a share of the team. <laughs> That'd be great. If you beat a team 10 times, you get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you become an owner. At, you know, at that stadium. Yeah, yeah. No, I love it. That's great. Mahomes has never lost a divisional road game. Never. That's fucking whatever in zero. That's crazy. That's outrageous that in is. his career, man. That Never is. lost a divisional road game. That's, 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 that's not only, okay, so Aaron Rodgers has the Bears, which he did lose three. But so Mahomes has the Chargers, which they move from one state all the way to the other. So he's in both. So maybe it's five well, teams. San Diego to L.A. Huh? So states. cities. Change. City. He has two City stadiums, change. okay? Uh, 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 Denver Broncos and the Oakland Raiders. Now, these are not like Tom Brady's AFC East. 
Like the Chargers, people come year after year picking the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl. All right. Denver Broncos. <laughs> and year after year, they disappoint. <laughs> yeah, they do. Denver Broncos have had really good teams. He played against, you know, he had the, 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 the last year of the Manning in the Super Bowl. Like he has played against some of the uh, better teams. The Raiders have been decent. Like these are not the Cleveland Browns and the, the, the New York Jets of the last few years. These are decent teams. <sighs> But, but but hold on, let me continue I mean, with the numbers I, I, before. Yeah, but I I would I would say the, the divisional opponents have not been particularly strong in the Mahomes era. Not great, but they've been okay. They've been okay. This yeah, is the yeah, NFL. They have, been, they have been the worst teams. Even the if they the were league. the damn Winter Park Wildcats, to go undefeated in the NFL on the road, the divisional is still outrageous. You know what I mean? No, it's a great stat, but yeah. Um. Okay, it goes another one here. All right, no other quarterback. All right. Down ten or more during a game, at one point a game wins forty percent of their games. All right, let me say it again. No other quarterback down ten wins forty percent. They they would win. They win less. They win forty percent or less. Okay. They win forty percent or less of their In games. games that they're, their they're team down, down ten, 10 points. points. Mahomes is at sixty percent. Yeah. Right. Well, the, the Super Bowl season, they, they came back double figures every playoff game. Yes. All right. Now, here goes another one. No other quarterback wins 36% of their games when trailing going into the fourth quarter by any number. All right. No other quarterback wins 30%, 36% of their games when trailing going into the fourth quarter. Mahomes wins 60% of his fucking games when trailing going into the fourth quarter. No other quarterback in the history of the NFL has won more than 36% of their games trailing going into the fourth quarter. Joe Montana, who was, you know, he was the the the, the comeback kid, and you got the Brady's and the Rodgers. They only were at 36% or less. Mahomes is at 60 fucking percent. That's out, that's out fucking rageous, all right? Yeah, but it doesn't end there, all right? Just this past offseason alone, just this past offseason alone, the AFC West spent an NFL record. I mean, they destroyed the record. $585 million, all right? Three first-round picks and four second-round picks on trades and getting players and stuff like that. And they spent $585 million on free agents and stuff like that just to defeat this guy. Yeah. And, they, <laughs> and, they, and they haven't done it. <laughs> and they haven't done it, man. That's funny. You know, this guy is just he's you know, and, 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 and this and and our defense and the Chiefs defense, you know, they've been average to, to to below average to bad in some of these Mahomes years. So it's not he's not been you know, carried by any sense of imagination by his defense or special teams. It's him. He lost the 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 the, the biggest threat. I told you at the beginning of the year, what did I say? I said Tyreek Hill he would do good in Miami. He would do great. He's going to be fine in Miami. He's going to, but he, and he has exceeded that. He's been fucking awesome. Well, now, I was gonna. I mean, but if, I said they were Chiefs would not lose a step. I was adamant about that. Yeah. No. I mean, you're you're correct. And and but to me, like like Tariq's success in Miami makes it even more amazing for Mahomes. Yes. Like and and Tariq has been phenomenal. He, I think he as of a couple of weeks ago he was the the highest rated receiver. Yeah, and, yeah, he has, uh, a, he, still has, he still has a chance to break the record. PFF rating, yards. yeah, and the, the PFF rating okay, yeah, uh, was it the highest in the league this season. Mm -hmm. So I mean, he's playing at a super high level, and um, you know, so you're in this weird position where it's like you know, you know, 
both guys have flourished mm-hmm. in a way, which is really great for both guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm happy about it. But again, you you know, you, you lose a weapon that wasn't just a weapon in the unique dynamics of the Chiefs. This guy's a real He's weapon. Just a real weapon. <laughs> and, and, and the offense hasn't missed a beat, and 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 all the winning continues. Yeah, I mean, this is, and it's one of my fallback things. It's like you know, enjoy greatness while it's here to have. Mm-hmm. And you know, to me. As a, essentially a neutral, you need if you enjoy football, you need to enjoy what Pat Mahomes is doing. Yeah. Don't hate on him. Don't be oh he beats my favorite team or whatever. Just be like hey, I'm glad I got to see that guy play because it's pretty damn special. And what I like as as far as right now, there's not a lot of comparing him to Matanas and Brady's like like you hear a little bit of it but what I hate it uh, what, what what I hate now the most because I was a part of this with LeBron you know with the first five six years of his career like we wanted like the first thing was comparing him to Jordan and yeah. like from year four of LeBron to year 21 <laughs> that's all we've done like we skipped uh, comparing him against Kobe and Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, like the, the act of players. Yeah, we go straight to Jordan, which, which, it, when you think about it, it just it diminishes him. It diminishes him as a player because there's so many Jordan fanatics, and also Jordan is not in the fucking league. So yeah. why are we even comparing to a guy that's not even in the league? Well, yeah, it's it's like, created, I, and this, I don't want that to yeah, happen to yeah, my Yeah, no, it's created this career long thing. Yeah, now, I mean the one thing, and, and I mean the crazy thing about it is is um. And I said it at the time when they played in the Super Bowl, him and Tom. Yeah. Like in a weird way, Tom winning kind of like just fucked him because you're never gonna be better. Like yeah. You, you're you were 24 in the prime MVP performance, and you get beat by the 40 plus year old guy in the Super Bowl, and, and who now has like six rings or whatever. So I mean, theoretically, Mahomes lost a, a potential ring in that game. Yeah. And lost this kind of legacy, which thing. is also not fair. Cause, it's not. It's cause, not Because because he, he didn't have any offensive linemen, any starting offensive linemen. He was playing with all reserves against against the number one but, defense in the league. But I, I hear here's here's why I think it was it was a gift, in a weird way. Because if he won that game, we would start counting Super Bowls, and the only thing that would matter about Pat Mahomes was yeah. his catching that. Yeah. And there would have been this clear passing of the torch from Tom Brady. Who gets beat by the great young Pat Mahomes, yeah. and that's all we'd hear. And in a weird way, the fact that they lost that game has allowed him to just kind of escape that yeah. for right now, and and just start and just play stacking football. his career. I I I think that's a fucking great point that I never even thought about. Yeah. Um, because that's true. I mean, it's almost like he when they lose that Super Bowl, it's almost like okay, well, he can't catch Brady, so let's just watch him play. I, I really feel that that's and the way now, it's played out, and that's how it's playing out. Yeah, We're and, just and, and let play. him do this. Let keep being Pat. Keep piling yeah. these things. Hopefully, there's another couple Super Bowls in this. Yeah. And again, hopefully, in year 15 or 17 or however long guys are going to play at this yeah, point, like you know, then you're looking at these things and some of these stats still hold, and you're just like, how the hell did he do that? <laughs> you know, and and, and and just appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. No, you know. seriously. So yeah, yeah. So don't we, don't miss that again. Just week to week, this guy's captivating to watch, and uh, you know, and, and uh, I I also think that it's a really cool thing that he has Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. and the reason being not just on the field as a teammate, 
Travis Kelsey has a big personality. He's an extremely fun guy. He he has a great podcast with his brother. Like, he's almost taken the platform as the voice of the Chiefs. Yeah, he has. And Pat's not as far out there on any of the stuff. And he's not a big... I don't think he's at all. Yeah, no, he's, he just... You don't hear a lot I, from I him. I don't hear a lot from like, him. Like a, you know, if it's the, not an after-the-game Yeah, thing he'll, he'll do the post-game comments. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, and then there's some... Like, he'll have some mic'd up, up stuff that we'll see from I'm sure Kelsey games. has tried to get him on that podcast. And yeah, just yeah. Haven't been I'm sure he'll though. get on at some point, yeah. though. But it's, it's totally cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, because I think, like, like again... Who doesn't like Travis Kelsey? Like he's just fun, he's cool, whatever, and he yeah. plays great. So it's like you've got this guy who's kind of taking a little bit of this, you know, kind of pressure off you. I mean, and you contrast that to like you know where Aaron Rodgers is. Like he's the only freaking guy in the Packers organization that you yeah. know has a voice or anybody wants yeah. to hear from or whatever. It's almost like he has a really cool buffer. Yeah, he does. You know, and um, and Kelsey, you know, it's not. I get it's not fun to talk about well the best tight ends or the greatest tight ends, but I mean, we, we all know he's great and he's good. He's a great, but he's just he's just there, man. Like there's a crazy stat with Kelsey as well. It's just about how many games he's played. Like you look at all these other tight ends. Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on. Oh, <laughs> damn sure. Knock on wood. But you look at all these other tight ends, man. They just they miss games like every other week. I mean, you yeah. guys play fantasy, you know. Um, and Kelsey is just there man yeah i mean every time gronk took a ton of physical abuse missed a lot of games and had a relatively short career when we look at it but i mean unquestionably george kittle uh he's out every uh every george kittle and and another guy to me like almost just falling off the radar is darren waller he had waller's out promising season or two and now he's hurt all the time i mean this year he's been Almost no statistical impact. Yeah. Um. You know. And again, they, you drift in and out of that. I mean, there's some other like you know, like you look at like the longevity and productivity, like uh, Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, Shannon Sharp. And, and, yeah, some of those guys some did those a great guys. job for a long time. And and, and Kelsey's, you know, thankfully he's with health heart. and all that, he's on that 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 pathway. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, again, wish him continued health. One of you know, one of the fun guys to love watch Kelsey, in the league. Man. Just and, love yeah, Kelsey, man. Yeah. Oh, and it, I, their podcast is phenomenal. It is. It, it, it's just yeah, it's it is. Good. I love the moments. Yeah. Um. Um. I would love to see Eli and Peyton do an actual podcast, but for right now, that 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 the, the, the Thursday night. Yeah. We'll have to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the 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 close this 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 thing out, man. I wanted to move and have we we have not. So let me do this first. Uh, really quick here. Let's talk about our second overall sponsor, Warrior13thebrand.com. Cannot leave them out. You know why? Because we're in the middle of the fall season going into the winter, and you need Warrior13thebrand.com to be fly and fresh going into the winter and while we're right here in the fall. And you use promo code BUBBAPINK, and you can be that, man. Look at their website. Check them out. Use the code. Get a discount. And you know what? Be fly. Be fly. All right? You know who else is fly? Dion, man. Dion is a fly guy. Look at this guy. This guy is coaching. This is a picture of him coaching. He has on shades and not not the rec, you know, not the expensive $5,000 shades, million-dollar shades that you get out of the store. Look at this. This is the, Those are those $5 shades with the red thing that you can get out of the Dollar Tree. <laughs> he got on two big chains. Shout out to two chains. Look how fresh he is, man. Just yeah. chilling, coaching. The simple J. Now he's uh he's the the thing is now there's a couple of layers here right yeah now it just literally came to my mind now we're talking about uh Deion Sanders 
uh, who's coaching the HBCU right now, Jackson State, and has been doing well the last couple of years. And undefeated he, this season. Undefeated right this season. Uh, he's he's advocating for them to go into a bowl game, one of the bigger guys and things like that that may come in the future. Uh, but we're talking about him possibly moving to coach in the uh, Power Five, things like that. And uh, the, lately the news that broke today is that USF and Colorado are after Dion, and this this article right here says Dion Sanders is in talks with Colorado and USF for a potential head coaching position. Now, remember last week when we talked about this, his message to his team was, "I'm not at practice, but don't worry, I'm not out talking to other teams." That's true. <laughs> um, you know, I got a funeral to go to. I got some family things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope he really wasn't taking meetings with fucking USF. This, yeah, this is like, <laughs> like and we talked about where, if, if he were to go PWI Power 5, where would he go? Yes, we talked about that as These well. These places are an embarrassment. Yeah. Like, if I'm on the Jackson State team, I'm thinking we can beat Colorado, we can beat USF. What are you trying to do there, coach? So I, I hope that there's really nothing to this because I, I think it's beneath Dion to consider these schools. It's beneath him to talk to them. He's better than this. Yeah. And if he makes the decision to go to a Power 5 school, I want him to go to a Power 5 school that can win everything. Yeah. And, and that, that ain't that's, happening that's the thing. at Colorado. It ain't happening at USF. That's ridiculous. So I, I hope this is a bunch of nonsense. I really do. I, I really do, and I hope they're lying in this article. I hope, you know what I mean? I, I, um, you know, I, you know, who has you know uh, reporter integrity at these these days and times, anyhow? Yeah. Um. So I hope that's the case. Um. But you know, we, well, did you catch uh, Shannon Sharp on Club Shay Shay? What he was talking about? He was talking about uh, uh, what he was saying is that apparently with some of these P, uh, Power Five schools. Uh, one of the issues that's coming up is the uh, Dion's uh, failed high school project, Prime Prep, and uh, it was it was a, a athletic based prep school, I guess, that he started in the Texas in the state of Texas. I get in some ways maybe similar to some sort of like IMG program for 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 football right. and and basketball, and it never got accreditation as a school. So Emmanuel Moutier went there back in the day. Okay, and he was at the time. <laughs> I've heard that name. He was not eligible to go to NCAA basketball. He, he was going to sign with SMU, but because of the classes he took and the lack of accreditation at Prime Prep. He could not get qualified to play Division One basketball, mm. so he ended up spending a year in China before getting drafted in the lottery. So that's why he didn't go. I, I yeah. thought it was just like one of those moves. Okay. Nah, he couldn't. He was kind of okay. didn't have an option, and the the G League Ignite wasn't an option at that time either. So he had to do that, and so there was a lot of negative stuff that 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 happened there as far as just what the academics were, why they couldn't get accredited. I, I do. I read some articles at the time. I, you know, th there was two streams of thought that the, the program was just sort of disorganized and not not up to par. And there was another line of thought that that, you know, because Dion was in front of it, that the academic people in Texas were, you know, kind of over analyzing it or being overly critical and giving it a harder time than they might have another another institution. But but be that as it may, ultimately the thing folded. Dion's kids finished playing at a different, I think, some sort of Christian high school 
in the Dallas area, Texas, Dallas area, and and the thing was a failure. But apparently, this has kind of reared itself up in in the thoughts of some PWIs, Power Five schools. That mm. well, do we want Dion here because of whatever? And uh, and Shannon Sharp had a pretty hot take as far as like you know, you look at the stuff that some of these other guys have done, like a Hugh Freeze, like a uh, Lane Kiffin, and, and and what have you, and it's like. They're, they're still getting power five jobs. They're still getting things done, you know, and nobody's talking about their transgressions. It's like, why uh, is this an issue I with think, Dion? Yeah, but, but yeah, because I think the overall thing is we didn't know. And, and like your main sentiment, I thought should have been the sentiment of power fives initially before he, when he was deciding to go to Jackson State was, does Dion really want to coach football? That, yeah, that was it, my yeah, initial. Yeah. And I think that has been answered now. It I has, think he yeah. enjoys it and and yeah. he's really good at it, right? So, if and, you're going to and he has embraced that platform as bigger than coaching football. Yes. And I honestly feel and I'll say that I'm sure I mean he's a Hall of Fame football player. He loves football. I get that. Yeah. But I there's a big part of me that believes that that the way he, this platform has come to him that's as much equal love, equal importance to the coaching of football, and I think that that that's that's keeping him in this place, and it and he's thriving in it because right now he's bigger than a football coach. He is, he is, but and, but you know my point to that was if if you're going to leave Jackson State, Dion, and you're going to leave for a Power Five, as we're saying, like make it be like you know when you have an opportunity quickly to turn that team into a a national championship contender and Auburn would have been that place that we would thought that you would have an opportunity. If it's not that don't leave a HBCU to go to USF or Colorado, which that said HBCU can beat USF or compete against USF and Colorado, you know, in a, in a year or two, if not now, I don't know. I would like to see it right now just to see, but you're, you're the, the, on the pace that you're recruiting on the pace that your team is improving. You know what I mean? You know, th- your team can be as competitive as these two teams are in short order. I, so, I, so there's I, think, no reason. I, I don't think either one of those teams yeah. right now would yeah. want to play them in, in a theoretical. Ball. They would not. Wa- they, they, they would, would want, not want not to the smoke at all. Would no, not want to smoke at all. No. No. And that says everything. And you can believe in yourself and know that hey, I can go there and make a difference. But but in all seriousness and, and you know, like you might as well do that at an HBCU. Yes, you, you might yes. as well. I can understand the temptation. I can understand the challenge of getting in a place where you could compete for the national title. But it is not happening at South Florida. It's not happening at No, because when you go there, man, it's like I say, I always use the Scott Frost thing because it's close to home, and I know that, like, directly, how how how, how he had UCF on fire. And it's a very similar situation, man. Yeah. You know, he was better off staying at UCF and building that team up Versus going to a bigger program that really, really, it was just a bad, you know, that they weren't in a good position to win yeah. in short order. And then when you go there and you don't perform, yeah, you're going to be out. You're, now you're a bad were, coach. Yeah, they were in no kind of position to do anything. They no. were a faded, diminished brand. They didn't have a recruiting territory worth a damn. They didn't have 
the the financial resources to 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 build that. Are we talking about Nebraska? Nebraska. Yeah. Um. You know, they just don't have it. Nebraska is yeah. not a good state. Yeah. It, it doesn't produce players. It, it's not a particularly wealthy state. And you or, give or him a true that. serum, or maybe just ask him straight up. <laughs> he, I guarantee he's going to say, "Yeah, I should stay at UCI." Yeah, for now. Yeah, he's uh, fired. I mean, the yeah. guy's freaking yeah. fired, <laughs> and from, he was from his alma mater. He was becoming a legend at UCF. He was. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. He, I mean, he was. In that coaching cycle, he was unquestionably oh, the, the, the the high. I mean, the the highest regarded. Yes. Guy. Yes. You know. Um, yeah. And then to 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 let that go. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just it's it's different. But um, yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm disappointed if Dion's actually engaging these people um, on this, and I, I hope he's not. I hope, I hope he's, he's not. not. You know. Yeah. There, there could be a job out there, but but this ain't. Neither one of these are the ones. I want to say, man. I appreciate everyone who really uh, tunes into us. Who listens, especially the ones who comment. Comments really uh, help this help the video grow and things of that nature. So really, like honestly, we really appreciate you guys and even the ones who just view um, um, things of that nature. Uh, Sharon is also always welcome. So we appreciate you guys and uh, f- for the, uh, the 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 guys who watch the clips and comments. I'm gonna make sure when we edit this out, we keep this part in here. Uh, um, uh, I, you know, listen. We got to get to a place, and I say this in my comments when I'm replying to you guys, we got to get to a place to where we can assess and criticize HBCU football and HBCUs when we see it. You know, when a guy struggles, we have to be able to comment on their bad games as we do their good games, just like we do the PWIs, just like we do with the Florida Gators and the Seminoles and stuff like that. If the Seminoles are not playing well and we have a topic on that, Pink is going to come in we're going to tell you about it. I just told you how the Florida Gators defense is trash and terrible and the worst I've ever seen. So we have to get to a place where we can talk about that, about HBCU football. It can't be all roses and fucking because I go to these games, all right? It is not all fucking roses and milk, all right? <laughs> you got to get to a place where we can criticize and assess these guys on the field, all right? So, you know, give us a little break there. And, and you know, it's all fine if you disagree. It's sports. But, like, like you know, it's, it's just not all roses and milk, man. <laughs> all right. All right. You know what I had a flashback to? Uh, when we did the show at Rollins, I actually called for the dismissal of Jimbo Fisher before he left. Oh yeah, it was a thirty-five or thirty-eight to three loss on the road at Boston College, where the team just visibly quit. Oh man! And uh, I remember that, and because uh, Jimbo is doing a shit job at Texas A&M, <laughs> and they want to fire him, but like I, I remember saying that, and it was like I, up to that point, and I, I went to FSU in nineteen eighty-nine. Up to that point, that was probably two thousand sixteen or so. I had never turned off a Florida State game mm-hmm. without watching it through to the end. And I turned that game off. Mm. And, and I remember saying, because I think we had a show, I think it might have been a Thursday night game, we did a Friday morning show. And I was like, if this is where we are, he needs to be dismissed. Yeah. You know, and that's my alma mater. I mean, you've got to be able to say it. you got to be able to say <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys have been on the bench. We'll catch you guys next week.